0: Nobody, break for me! Devil in hand for me! Where? Where? Yeah, yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Civil in hand! <laughs> Brought to you by Good Games. With one month left of Dom, M19, codenamed Salad, is on the horizon. We'll be embracing it or tossing the salad. It's not too far gone the con kind of guy called Dom <laughs> at a DomCon with con merch like Dom condoms. Can you see what we're going to be missing?
1: Can you? Can you?
0: Dom 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 dom. This is Seven Man Hand. Hatching fungal plots for infectious podcasts. It's Aaronment Will Graham. That's the guy from Hannibal, right? Will Graham. Aaronment Will and Graham. What's the name of the main character
2: in in Will Graham? In in Hannibal, your word for it. Hannibal. You know
0: the TV. I don't know any of those words Anyone? or shows. Yeah.
1: Cool.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> good times. Mammoth Mishka Marzol. That's a mammoth spider M- reference. Yeah, mammoth oh, spider. mammoth spider. Yeah. Yeah. He Is has Mishka has amazing Mura? reach. Mish-
2: oh, Mishkinar. Yeah. widow. Yeah, from Shadows of uh, Industry. <laughs> I hated oh. that card.
0: <laughs> I didn't get my pronunciation guide like, on your surname. How it. did I go? Martzol. Martz with the T. Martzol. Ah, oh, so I butchered that. Anyway, don't rewind and listen to that again. Hey, gentlemen, what's been happening in uh, Worlds of Geek uh, this last month? Oh,
1: uh, well, I've so been
0: doing quite a lot. playing a lot of Magic. Yeah. Playing yeah. a lot of Magic. We're prepping, prepping for prepping More from from that that Singapore. We'll on that later. More on that later. There's a whole segment of that, yeah.
2: Um, Been playing a little bit of... Uh, playing a lot of Star Realms still on the app. Still on what, are you doing Seven, are you playing 700 games deep? Gee. Oh, my God. Maintaining my 60% win
0: ratio. Are you seeing Matt on there? You, you, Matt plays that, doesn't <laughs> he?
2: <laughs> when me and Matt started, we started at 3-3, and I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. Now it's like 18-5 to me.
0: Oh, oh so he's brilliant. pretty rough. <gasps> he's not on anymore?
2: <laughs> uh, no, he's still playing. He's trying. Yeah, I'm and just then, and every, every five games he sends me messages, he's just like, ah!
0: <laughs> <laughs> so funny
2: the other day he's like you just won that because of Brain World I was like yeah because Brain World's the best card in the game he's like oh cool didn't know that
0: you know but E3 has uh, been rolling out videos across the oh. across the, across oh. the oh.
2: Skyrim uh, <laughs> the deluxe the, the edition on, yeah. your frid, on your
0: fridge I didn't watch any of that is there was yeah. there, a, there was a trailer for it there was yeah. a
2: extreme early teaser trailer for The Elder oh. Scrolls 6 which is the next
0: Skyrim mm. Um, I so saw our Elder Scroll, Scroll friends going bananas. About yeah, so and, you, and you winding them up. Me, yeah, me, me, prodding them because <laughs> yeah. um, I love
2: Elder Scrolls. I've been into it since Morrowind, which is the third one. Oh, so played, Yeah, Morrowind yeah. played Hip. Oblivion, played uh, Skyrim. Didn't actually like Skyrim all yeah, that I like much. Skyrim. Well, because mm. uh, Oblivion and Morrowind were these huge, like crazy sprawling things where it's like you never knew what was going on right so i had like a notebook of what i was doing because the game didn't give you that kind of stuff and skyrim is like you could quick travel it always told you exactly where to go here's your exact objective so like it felt like i wasn't exploring the world as being told like where to go and you could find cool stuff in the way like i I put i put hours into it but um when it was come when it came out on switch i wasn't i didn't feel like playing skyrim again what
0: on Switch. the Nintendo Switch.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, oh, I'm so far <laughs> out of the Elder Scrolls world. I thought Skyrim was a James Bond movie.
2: Uh, oh, is that Adele's su- Is close. that Adele song?
0: Yeah, is yeah. it? Is Isn't it Adele?
2: Skyrim. Song? <laughs> hey, I, I don't, don't know How excited- does that song actually go? Skyform? Oh yeah.
0: Did so, you see okay. Cyberpunk 2077? Yeah, that I looks think that, I think that's sweet. From it the same right. people
2: who made The Witcher. Did you see the trailer for that, Mishka? Oh, I didn't.
1: It's mm. um,
0: 2077. Everyone is... Jacking in and jacking um, off is what's happening. <laughs> that's pretty much actually <laughs> what it is. Everyone's
2: using VR and stuff, mm. and the world's kind of gone to shit. It's a little bit like Ready Player One, kind of um, post-apocalyptic... Uh, like like past the technology singularity, yeah. Yeah. so everyone can just do whatever they want with technology now, and it's about the like cyber crime on the on the streets. Imagine the guy with like, USB
0: two ports in his neck, and then someone gets a USB three, and the USB two guy still trying to get it in, then flip it over and put it in. Oh, it's the wrong way around. <laughs> flip it back and. <laughs> in, in it be yeah. like that you can't get you do it you know it's uh, yeah it's so difficult like,
2: that's that's the problem with um with technology is like upgrading your ports it i don't want to
3: have to up the hardware is always the worst part yeah
0: mm. oh <clears throat> actually people already do that pacemakers and stuff there's a call of cthulhu game that they've been talking about 4 years and i keep getting excited about it. and apparently it's coming out this year but i don't believe it because literally it's taken so many years mm. to develop it's development to hell the best thing on ever uh, but uh, everything with, like, HP Lovecraft attached to it usually falls There's never down been a very flat. good
2: Lovecraft-based um, board game, uh, uh, video um, game, right? Video game, yeah, yeah. Uh, or movie.
0: Or movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although it's, it
2: struggles. It's weird that it translates so well to the board game
0: world, and they really love doing cthulhu and yeah. stuff. because it's wordy and, and mm. picture-y kind of thing that can work. But I, I, don't, I don't understand. Mm. Uh, anything else you seen from E3? It's got Well, there was it's a... lots of titles for the Nintendo Switch, which yeah. I'm really excited about. I started to watch that video you did, and I got <laughs> bored after three titles. It was all Mario and something else. And yeah. I just went, I'm out. This yeah, is... it's like Mario Party,
2: uh, Super Mario Party, which is the, the first time they've not used a number in the Mario Party. Why can't Nintendo thing? just
0: make some other games?
2: Because the, they just keep doing the games they've done before really well, and they, they, it's like, if, it's, if it ain't broke, why fix it?
0: Because it's boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Mario Party is just a hoot. Like, it's going to be fun. Um,
0: Super Smash Brothers you, you, you see, Ultra or whatever it's you called. You see Pac-Man isn't around well. anymore? And Space Invaders, no one, yeah. that's not around anymore? Yeah. That's because we've moved on. <laughs>
2: yeah. Those, those those games were, like, like if you look at awesome. Super Mario, like the side-scrolling one, no one's playing that anymore. Well, Jess, no. Jess is because she likes it. But, like, the 3D Mario where you run around the world and you collect stuff and it's, like, jumping, like, timing puzzles...
0: It's kinda of timeless, platformers, right? Sorry, I dozed off. Uh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really trying to I was I so, honestly I was maintaining eye contact and I was listening to all your words. And I and just, then started, I just you, t- you said Mario and, and then I just started yeah it's well, there was a few other games. It Is it worth getting a switch? No, don't you start Okay? No, um,
1: <laughs> yes. yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot of fun, but you've got to like be playing lots of multi you gotta to wanna to play Mario Kart and Mario Party and Oh wow. Um, I've this
3: one. I've got magic on
2: yeah, yeah, why why invite friends around and have a good time when you can just sit alone in the cold with magic online, the cruelest I,
0: mistress of all. I've been talking about State <laughs> of Decay too. I've been playing that a fair bit. Mm-hmm. And I was going through a bit of misery on the last pod and the pod before because I wasn't getting the flow. I started to get the flow of the game, starting to feel how it works. Mm. But then E3 came, and I'm watching all these exciting new games coming out. Now I feel like I'm playing the worst game ever. I feel like I've just you know gone back 15 years. Yeah. And I'm just going, ah, I don't want to play this it's anymore. L- it's act- I played Fortnite this week. I got so <gasps> upset about the oh. state of decay.
2: <laughs> it's actually why i stopped following games journalism because (laughs) because i used to buy pc powerplay and hyper which are like australian um uh, magazines about gaming like every month got the subscription everything reading about all these new games going i don't have a pc that can run this when it comes out in two (laughs) months i don't have the freshest biggest console i don't have hundreds of dollars to spend on brand new games so like when steam the, the rise of Steam kind of came out and you could get old games from three years ago for like $10 and yeah. just get it onto your computer and just enjoy those at your leisure. I was just like, man, I don't need to keep up with this stuff. Like,
0: it's probably the best way to go because I it's always disappointing, so. isn't it? Because yeah. you can get games on your PC that uh, are in those magazines, but often you've got to downscale all of the, yeah. Yeah. the resolution yeah, yeah. and the, yeah. the yeah. detail. It's the, it's the trailer, yeah. yeah, and it's never as good. And then you feel a little bit ripped off. And yeah. Yeah, it's, So you're either one
2: of those people that is playing every new thing that comes out and that's it's your hobby it's got to be your main hobby it has to be your main yeah, hobby yeah. and I think the three of us could say we've got, got too, too many, many other goddamn hobbies, God hobbies. <laughs>
0: and the fact that you're listening to this probably means <laughs> you have too many you hobbies you also to have up. too many hobbies yeah.
2: but, but lots of people it's just that's what they do they're yeah. gamers they they video game they board game they play magic
0: but I think to and have you come PC at that level you have to be I don't think you can do board no, like games like or magic Chris, or Chris uh, <laughs> I went to a lad the only lad I've been to the, like, the last five years yeah Um. found Chris Jones in there Chris
2: Chris no, no no like like I he's went at to a, a land the house. He
0: rolled out a sleeping
2: bag, he was at the place. He's like, hey, it's,
0: it's me, Chris. <laughs> Finally, someone I know. Um no, I,
2: I went round to his house, took my PC out of my house for the first time in like five years or something, took it to this land party. It's just a Dell that I have been upgrading over time. Yeah. So it's fine, it runs all the games and stuff. Went there. Did Chris you? Danny Pink uh Bryce, Sarah—they all have machines that were twice the size of mine. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> twice the size. It's, Cooling systems, yes, fans, paint jobs, and it's shit. The, lights the friggin' yeah. neon lights in the middle. And I was like. Oh, God. oh, my God. Are we just going to play Rocket League? And they're like, yeah. And we're all just playing Rocket League, which you could play on a frigging, <laughs> like, potato. On a laptop. Yeah. On a laptop and would, and so they've paid five grand for these like, how machines. fucking
0: cool did they look and how they cool did re- you look?
2: I looked like a dweeb. I yeah. looked like an absolute <laughs> dick. Like, play, my shitty old headset and my Xbox 360 controller. And they're... Their rigs are fucking incredible. Mm. Um, but I mean, and, yeah, it,
3: with cars, right? People can soup up at their cars. Yeah, the Toyota, yeah it's yeah. another
2: one. And if you drive your Gets to a, to a meet-up
0: where all these people oh, have their cool cars,
2: exactly. you will look like a dick. Oh, but when could, you go home, you'll have 20 you grand. Exactly. It
0: could, be, it could be a sleeper. You rock up there and everyone <laughs> just thinks, oh, it's just a Gets. They challenge you. turn your on, so they go, ooh. <laughs> kick the shit out of that yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when, when you stop stopping your Gets and your wheels are still spinning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they That's won't a, under-est, they never yeah, underestimate nah, they me. They're going to
0: kick the living shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we went uh, book, full book, book nerd, mm. didn't we? We're both we're both reading American Gods. How well, far? How far in been, in have you? What I've been doing recently, I've been buying a yeah. lot of books. Oh, yeah. I've been
2: reading not no. many books. It's like it's like collecting <laughs> miniatures.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can have a box of shame, and you can have a library. And a library yeah. sounds a lot better. A library of shame.
2: I've read. I've finished. Three books in the last few months, and i 've bought like fifteen oh, that 's good going one of them was Annihilation, which is tiny
0: oh, I quite, oh. and I quite enjoyed oh, you need the Southern Reach Trilogy, which has got the whole three the whole three yeah Because yeah, yeah. I,
2: I want to read two and three, but i 'm reading a couple of i 'm um, uh, reading a few non fiction ones and i 'm about oh. halfway through each of those. Um, I can't do that. I don't I don't like discovering about the real world. It terrifies me. It's actually terrifying. Yeah. Like, I read I read um, <laughs> Sapiens and I was like and it changed the way that I think about how the world works. And then I read um The Four um, which is about Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple, oh, yeah, and how they've taken yeah. over the world and this yeah. kind of thing. And it really made me reevaluate what I think of those companies and stuff as well. Um, but you got it
0: from one source. I recommend you get uh, multiple sources oh, because have otherwise you just get yeah, ex-
2: exactly. But like most sources that you read on the internet, going to be like Facebook's really great and oh, Amazon and Apple they're so convenient and they're really helping us out. And this guy was like ultra critical of them. Like he yeah, he, yeah. he thinks they're horrible, but. Um, you have to take that with a grain of salt as well. And yeah. the other one that I'm reading is... Oh, no, I finished um, Long Way to a Small Angry Planet, which is a really good, like, easy read in science fiction. Very <laughs> modern. It's very cool. And now I'm reading American
0: Gods. Yeah. And then I and said, I oh, I'm reading American Gods of Davids by Neil Gaiman. And he's like, oh, I, I, re- I, massive... I have to read a
3: paperback
2: now. Yeah. <laughs> I had
0: a massive whinge about a Christmas present I got a few years ago because my wife bought it for me in paperback. Oh, Ugh. Jesus, some dark faces that Christmas morning, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, by was... my favorite author, in paperback. You may some oh, spit on so my wanted grade. American Gods, and now I'm having paperback. So I'm reading in paperback, which is just bizarre. But mm. yeah, it's I'm mean, really enjoying it. It's so a hard yeah. to put down book straight away. It's really.
2: It's really, like, rollickingly, like, addictive reading, but yeah. I'm, I'm not very far
0: into it. I think you're no, much I mean, further it. than me. Yeah, oh, TV no, I'm show not... that's American TV? Yeah, yeah so so I, I wanted to read it before I watched the right, TV show. Exactly, yeah. I'm actually writing my second book at the moment, and reading American Gods makes me feel like an imbecile.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's... Um, the, the way that he no, writes
0: is not... Oh.
2: It's the, the flow. most
0: like deluxe. It's the flow. It's of, because of it, you which read it very... and you just can't put it down. You just keep right, on going, yeah, yeah. I'm, and you're thinking, "How do you? How does he mm. effortlessly just get you in through in, into this book?" So anyway, it's a fantastic read. I would I'd, I'd yeah. tip that. As it's, a, as yeah, it's great. Um, I got it for like fourteen dollars. It's like
2: huge um, from Planet Books in right. in Perth. That's my. Hot
0: tip. Planet
3: books. Hot, Planet
0: books. Hot tips. Netflix tips. Um, I've I've uh, I recently watched Making Fun, mm. which is a Funko doc, uh, which is about the documentary about where uh, pop vinyls came from. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a, so it's just it's just I think it's a, a new release sort of video, and it's it's interesting. You see these guys and where they came from all that sort of stuff. But for me, it all stopped when. Kirk Hammett made an appearance from Metallica, the lead guitarist from Metallica. <laughs> He's like, a, I love that guy. And all of a sudden, there he is in his big room of toys with a silly grin on his face going, Oh, these are so fantastic. Yeah, like and looking at a version of himself made yeah. in pop. And I'm going, "No, oh, yeah, it's yeah, that's Kirk. And so I was really excited. So if you like Kirk Hammett and pops, that's for you. If you just want to hear the history of pops, it's. Oh, I thought it was, it was pretty engaging. It was good. Do you think
2: that's like um, a, the biggest sign that you've made it? If you get a pop? If you get a nah. pop made of you? Nah. What's the sign? What What's your personal
0: metrics for you've made it in like in fame? In fame. In fame. But who wants to be famous? All, all I want to do is cr- create something. <laughs> nah, no, you don't want fame. Yeah, I do. yeah. I want something that I do creatively <laughs> and I get to exchange ideas about it and have fun with it. Yeah, that's all I want. I just want fun. I, I don't think want... I want.
3: It would be pretty hilarious having a pop of yourself. That would be. I feel like that's. I already have a pop
0: myself. Yeah, suck yeah.
3: and vol. Yeah, that's true. But... That's true. He's coming what's back. coming back in pop for... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he might. He might. Might. He's coming back price. in the most overpriced buy box promo of all time. You got any Netflix or tips or anything like that? Um, just started watching Vida on
2: Stan, which is about uh, Mexican American people Liv- living Liv- in Vida living,
0: living in the Bronx. Ricky Martin.
2: No, it, it's just it's not. No, it's
0: Vida, like Vida. In Spanish for life. Yeah, living la vida loca. Living it's the, not the it's not the documentary of <laughs> Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. <laughs> oh, I'll take that off my to uh, oh, to watch, watch list.
2: <laughs> so, dis- <laughs> so disappointing. I'll tag that. This um, is about gentrification
0: no. in a Mexican American <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> no, where's um, the sequence? Where's the where's the, Latin, <laughs> where's, the flair? where's the perfect tan? Uh, and the bright smiles. Oh, this is dreadful. When he came
2: out and he was like, I'm gay. And everyone's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He was definitely one of Hey, there we go. <laughs> Ian Thorpe came out
1: and
2: everyone's
1: like, mm, yeah. Yeah, 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 we yeah, we knew that. Yeah, yeah Ian Thorpe's an, an angry
0: that. gay person, though. He's so cross. He's been yeah. cross forever. <laughs> it's like, and, and he, that's fine. Like, uh, friend no, it's of the podcast, but just don't be cross. <laughs> friend of the podcast.
2: He's a cross person. Yeah. Like. yeah. Mm. Um, this should probably
0: get cut from the actual podcast.
1: I'm not editing anything. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay.
0: Um, I was going to say another thing. <laughs> well, we're going to be we're going to be talking a lot of dominaria, dominaria today.
1: Dominaria. And dominaria. one of the
0: things I was about to, I was about to ask you guys. This is a bit of a teaser into what we're going to talk about today. Um, I was going to ask you guys earlier today because we've enjoyed dominaria so much, and we're moving into corset. Mm. You know, there's this power creep thing that everyone's worried about, but dominaria just seems to be just about right. Can they just just do the match the same power level in the next set and the next set so it's like it's, it's still engaging and fun and you feel like you're doing something mm. or do we have to have the soft sets so that when something like Dominaria comes along we go oh this is fantastic mm. uh, or you know the, but then when there's something overpowered we get upset as well okay. can they maintain the Dominaria power level going forward
2: I think so it should be able to In, like because you've been playing since Kaladesh, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: So you've gone through
2: Kaladesh, crazy high power level, yeah. Yeah. and then dropped off at crazy, level yeah. Of, <laughs> yeah um,
0: to Arm and Cat Next Land block, which were like
3: so underpowered. Like I know they like to do that, though, right? They mm-hmm. like to build it up and then drop it and then Flo- Well, that's what I've it.
0: seen. I thought it goes up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. So I just thought, why can't they just maintain it? Is that bad for the fun of playing?
3: It's partly to do with um, the sets themselves being exciting. Like if you if you're having a set like Dominaria, and then you, you want to sell the next set as much as Dominaria. Mm. How are you going to do it if you yeah. can't, If you have to keep the power level the same? Yeah, so yeah. you go...
2: <clears throat> in Dominaria, we have Lyra dawnbring and say legendary 5 five first first strike flying lifelink yeah. angel. Wolf. Buffs your angels and stuff. How do you make an angel that's the same power level in the next set that is as exciting as that card.
0: But um, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying. But design-wise, let's be boring. Let's just bring out a dragon that basically does the same thing, and the and white cards don't have Lyra anymore. You mm. know, so you have this pretty much a rotation of the same. You know, you'd see if it was that transparent, you'd just see the same cards as rotating through the colors and, and a different character and doing. doing. Honestly,
2: for a while, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Um
0: Because because I've been playing like competitive
2: standard for for long enough now that it's like at one point. There was uh, pushed standard five-mana haste dragon. And then five... So five-mana, they pushed its power level for standard. It's got haste because they need the red decks to have this cool top end. Mm. Um, Thundermore Hellkite rotated out. Oh,
0: love Thundermore Hellkite. Which came
2: in and dealt one damage to all their flyers and and tapped them and stuff. So always hit them for five, like almost regardless. And that was a sweet mythic and everyone was so excited for it. Just as it was about about to rotate out, Theros was coming in and they are like, Mythic rare dragon. You've heard of Thundermore Hellcat. Now it's Storm, storm Breath, breath dragon. <laughs> dragon. And when that was rotating, everyone's like, oh, what's next? Lightning mouth?
0: <laughs> lizard A flying lizard thing? Flying lizard? Because <laughs> <Like,
2: laughs> it, it was so like... Ooh, it's a pushed mythic red dragon. Ooh, like yeah. so it like it did feel like and now planeswalkers kinda of seem like that, yeah, where it's do, like plus one card advantage, minus two deal with something that's on the board, minus seven, you probably win the game. That's and not what that's, happened with Jaya, is it? Well no. <laughs> absolutely not. Um but yeah, that's like you worry about them falling in these little design holes, but um Dominaria, I think, is the first that they've done with a full play design team behind it. Uh, partly. Partly? I was listening to Mark
3: Rosewater's podcast.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, hand... you're a brave man. Gone. Oh, it's hard, it's hard. <laughs> what he does is he puts it on um, uh, 0.75 speed yeah, and oh, then he like, talks like, like a, a normal yeah. person. Oh, okay. Yeah, how
0: yeah. do you get rid of the list but 0.75? Ah, oh, you just have to deal with that. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, he was talking about how
0: they are... And um... amazing resource. He's Sorry. And,
2: <laughs> yeah, <they're> amazing resource. It's like, <laughs> like no. 500 podcasts deep or something, right? He's prolific, yeah, he's unbelievable. What are we talking about?
3: Um, <laughs> oh,
2: sorry, the uh, yeah, play
3: design team. Oh yeah, so they uh, had some influence in this. They had a shorter influence than usual than mm-hmm. they, they would for the rest of the sets. Uh, oh,
0: although Richard Garfield was nutting it out for how many years since he did? Was it Innistrad? Was the last one? Yeah, I think. six, six years, five, mm-hmm. five, uh, six years. I That's think, some since thinking. Innistrad came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Certainly hit,
3: hit it out of the park. Yeah, oh, I mean, I, yep.
0: Should we knock this on the head and we'll get into uh, a bit of... We'll let you know about Shadespire in a second. And then we've got some listener questions, Buster Booster. We'll talk about our our hits and misses from Dominaria and and loads more. (laughs) Advert.
2: Every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special deal. A chance to win the game we review. This month, it's Shadespire. Shadespire. For the rest of time... Mm. That's 40,000 years. Even in the year 40,000. 40k years. um, While stocks last. Good games.
0: In the year 40k, there is only war and
2: And discounts. 10% off all Games Workshop products at Good Game Stores. Yes, (laughs) that's exactly right. Um, All you have to do is find your local Good Game Store, Mm. find a copy of Shade Spire in the store of Glass, move two to three hexes towards the nearest staff member, and then say this month's password.
0: Eternally, 10% off. Mad Mirror Mini Mayhem. Eternally. Ten percent off.
2: The the password is just eternally ten percent off. Not the Mad Mirror Mini Mayhem bit. No, that was
0: just the four M's. Oh, try to throw you. Maleficent, Maleficent, and Mad Mirror Mini Mayhem. Five M's. Quips. Show.
2: Now it's time for listener questions. Woo.
0: Listener questions mm-hmm. are here, singing the song mm-hmm. of the. Day. Oh yeah, very good uh, Alright, we've got ooh, a Jay- Seven Land Hands' own Jamie Lawrence Chipping in with Hello. excitement about Dom, I believe He's uh, posted a picture of Gigantosaurus and asked Will there ever be a greener creature than Gigantosaurus? Gigantosaurus is green, the background is green He's angry, he's and he green. costs five green
2: Look, he needs trample Yep, if I had trample, it would be pretty green
0: And he's a 10 But he's a 10 He's a 10-10 That's a greenish too
2: um there are two creatures which I think are greener than this. Yeah. One of them costs green, 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 green,
0: Yeah.
3: Do you get enough greens?
2: G- green, 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 green. Hydra.
0: Yeah. What costs green
2: as- less for each green creature you control and it's an 8-8 with trample. That's Ooh. not as big Ooh.
1: as 10-10. But it, has but it has trample,
2: trample yeah. and yeah. it also costs less for every green creature you control, so it's really green. And the other one is primal crux, which mm. is green, 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 <laughs> and its power and toughness, it, it also has trample. Its power
0: and toughness is green, green. And its power and toughness <laughs> is equal to the number of green you control. Oh, <laughs>
2: green That's symbols pretty, pretty green, yeah. So Jeez. my answer is uh, there's already been a greener creature, and it's called primal crux.
0: You'd agree with that, Mishko? I yeah, were...
2: haven't played with it before, but I, I like yes. the sound of it. <laughs> Shout out yes. to Rachel,
0: Rachel Kung. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, probably. Rachel, we just call her Rachel. Yeah. Uh, she also uh, put a bid in and she said, yeah, that Colony Hydra is the greenest creature ever. Mm. Yeah.
2: Rachel Kung also had the next
0: question, which is Is it just oh, me
2: or did Dominaria come and go really quickly? Yes. It did, right? Really, really. Almost good. immediately.
0: That is, um, it's, it's amazing how quickly. Cool. Is, is this just a. Uh, like it's a, a calendar. It's thing. a symptom, No, but it's a simp. It's a calendar thing. Yeah, but it, the, the, <laughs> no, no, it is. Like, <laughs> no, but get... you know when you're having a good time and the, the night goes when yeah, it's gone. Yeah, or when you are just like at some horrible relative yeah. do and you just don't want to be there. And you, look, and you there. watch
2: it. It's eight twenty. You're like, oh, my oh god, I got,
0: <laughs> I got here at eight fifteen and yeah. I want to die.
2: <laughs> um, that's it, what Exolab felt like because it was yeah. like yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. Exolab spoilers came out and I got a message from Anthony saying. Corsair Excel, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I looked at the full spoiler, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god! This set is so bad!" And it's oct uh the September end of September pre-release till the set comes out in January. Oh, the long break, mo- four yeah. months of that set, yeah. and it was like fine.
0: Imagine but, if Dominaria so could have been that. that. If
3: Dominaria was that long, I would have been happy.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I oh, think we everyone would have this set. Yeah. Thing. It's just so quick. It's so quick And so Rivals is only good because it
2: wasn't Exelan, and yeah. we still had that for three months until Dominaria came out in April. And then April to July is the, <coughs> we'll throw every other extraneous product we have at you, as mm. well as Dominaria being really good. So, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's flown by.
0: by. Yeah. Mm. Um, Blake Derek uh, what's something in Dominaria drafts that you initially brushed off that ended up actually performing in drafts better than expected? Don't bleed over on, yeah, we our have actual a very segment.
2: large segment about yeah. this. My yeah. number one thing will be don't, don't, spoilers. Oh, no, I can say one that's not in my list. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. like if yeah. I could just say one that I underrated at first is Thalid Omnivore. Like, yeah. there's been yeah. a lot of cards like this historically in draft, and this is the first time it's been like really good.
0: I think any of that sort of um, uh, sapling kind of stuff, like, you know, I would initially look past that and it just became so strong, especially when you've got like Song of Freilis and things like that just mm. to back it up and you just things went off in a yep. big way if you could get the right cards in draft. Mm-hmm. Anything, Mishka, for you that doesn't um, bleed into our next segment? Um... It's all Next covered segment,
3: in leather yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> or, or you just you just looked at the set and went yeah I understand this that's I understand fine. everything
3: <laughs> actually <laughs> the it's- first time I'd played with kicker and I actually didn't yeah. realize just how much of an impact kicker has on the on the game. Kicker though.
0: was a, is a great mechanic. It's it's like I'd never play, played with it before either, and it just felt really intuitive straight away. Yeah. Like sometimes you just got to go, all right. So I've got to, like, so what have I got to do? I've got to like get this guy down and then do like some instant mm. spell or get some sorcery thing happening. And you didn't have to worry about it. Kicker was very straightforward, and it was cool how you know when Blue's trying to bounce stuff back to your hand, you go, fine, I'll cool, just cast yeah. that. Kicker got <laughs> later it is, on. Seven. You didn't haven't... think this through. it Was a threat before. Wait yeah. till you see him next time. Yeah, it was just it was instantly intuitive and really good fun. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, so, yeah, that's a great question, Blake. Uh, so we're not uh, dismissing it too quick. We're so going to we dedicate are...
2: a whole segment to yeah, that question. Yeah, you've nailed it how perfectly. That's how good it was.
0: Um, Alex Mian, uh, my first and only standard deck has been the Hazaret Aggro Challenger deck with a few additions. I see in a couple of months that the rotation will kill a lot of the deck. So I was wondering, being my first rotation, is there any strategies with keeping up with the meta but not having to spend a fortune? Probably hard to answer without knowing all the cards in the set coming out, but it would be good to know if there is anything I can do now.
2: Uh, Start looking at how the deck will the deck that you're playing now will translate with only the cards that are not rotating. Hmm. So if you look at your Hazaret Challenger deck and Chandra, Glory Glorybringer, a uh, bunch of the red bits and pieces are rotating... Um, look at what red cards can back it up. Maybe start getting some Chain Whirlers before they're $30 each yeah. while, while they're still cheap. Um, maybe look at getting some Rekindling, Rekindling Phoenix, Phoenix um, yeah. before they get really... like Those are expensive, but really what you're doing now is when people aren't opening Rivals of Ixalan and um, Dominaria boosters and stuff anymore, these cards are going to only go up in price because they're going to be as equally good. They're not going to reprint them. And if you want to keep playing your red deck, that's a way to be like a little rotation-proof um also the best way is to um uh is unfortunately going to happen with time which is as you build up a larger collection you can start selling it off as the set comes out pre-rotation so as Core Set comes out is when i start selling off my old stuff to the people who want to play standard in the last three months and then i have maybe one deck that i pick and then when rotation happens i don't get hit by all the the stuff going away that's sitting in my binder
3: yeah, and the other thing is make sure you keep up with the spoilers as well, or like try to pre-order cards that you think might go well into your strategy.
2: Pre-order cards, yeah.
3: Like, yeah, just just have a look at what cards are coming up mm. and what you might want to want to buy into before they become ridiculously expensive.
2: Um, when Exilean came out, I pre-ordered uh, four of Rask's Contempt, uh, four of each of the uh, the Jewels, and um, four of each of Ripjaw Raptor. And like another thing, I was like, it's likely I'm going to play these. They seem like pretty good. They're like three, four dollars each. And I ended up like making a bunch of money on the Ripjaw Raptors. I had my playset of Raskis contempts before they were twenty bucks. Right. You don't have to spend eight bucks each on the lands because they pre-order at three or four dollars. You do it like being rotation proof and not spending heaps of money when the set comes out is a hobby and you have to be looking forward to it. But you're already doing this by
0: by being aware of it, so to so mm.
2: look for. You can also look at what spoilers. decks have been
0: used online as well. They're like you know, what the the new decks and Standard are, and if yeah, and if you can borrow a little bit from them, so that you might not be playing exactly some like the, the top flight tier one deck, but you might be able to borrow from that and use some of the cards that you've already got. Yeah, to to pumpy stuff. Yeah, up. Maybe. The yeah. other
3: mm-hmm. thing is play and trade Magic. Like if you. If you're yeah. on top of trading cards, or you, you're playing, you're, you're drafting, and you're opening up a couple of rares that you don't want to use, just trade them away. Get some mm-hmm. stuff that. if you're winning, to you are winning packs and yeah.
0: busting them, and the got stuff that you, you, you're not going to use, someone mm-hmm. else will. So That's the whole thing about trading, right? Yep. it's a trading card game. Exactly. Uh, Donald Sutherland, uh, friend of the show. Donald Sutherland. I feel like the uncommon legendary creature in the s- creatures in the set were a great addition. Uh, should Wizards of the Coast do uncommon legendary creatures more often? And, and, and Daniel slash Desmond in. Bell uh, That would be such a good idea With the Ravnica guilds coming back
2: My answer is no but, but only because Dominaria is a Legends Matter set So it's important that you had Part of the story n- no, 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 no a legend, Like like historic And if you control a legendary creature do X And if you control a legendary creature do this Oh yeah, legendary so, matters kind of thing Yeah, so right. in, every, in every pack you get a legendary creature the rules baggage that is associated with legendary creatures uh, and, and the pop and the shine of them will be taken off a lot if you put them in every single booster pack. Mm. Legendary creatures aren't exciting
0: anymore. they a, a little like bit masterpieces like masterpieces. A, a little
2: yeah. bit like masterpieces. So um, if they suddenly had legendary creatures that are uncommon every set, they're just chewing into... Legendary design space, they have to, like, push it because it has to be an exciting legend.
3: And they also have to do it for every colour as well. Yeah. just have, like, one color that's got a bomb yeah. legendary creature. And, and is
0: that going to make Dominaria look like uh, the nucleus of Commander? <laughs> it for honestly was such a huge boon to Commander years. players. Yeah. yeah. Um, they will obviously keep
2: doing legendary... Creatures and, mm. and Planeswalkers, obviously, uh, to maintain Brawl. Oh, yeah. but uh, Cause I, it
0: just ties in so well with Brawl, right? Because all of a sudden you've yeah. just got so many mm. cards you can look at yeah. and you go, this isn't standard? Oh, well, let's, let's do this. Yeah. Maybe that's what Donald's thinking about as well. He's thinking if Brawl is going to go on, mm. we're going to need a good selection of uh, legendary creatures in standard to be mm-hmm. able to play with. I, I think um, they,
2: they did uh, the rare... Uh, maze Runners in Dragon's oh, Maze. Ugh. And they were all like, <laughs> blah, like really bad.
0: Everything <laughs> that was bad about that set. That <laughs> was one of the oh, Amara Tantra Oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, God, I, so I remember that card. Here we go. What he about. Five
2: white green, legendary creature. Okay. Five seven. Prevent all damage that will be dealt to your creature tokens you control.
3: That's it? That's it.
2: As a rare, okay. you could open that as a dragon space.
3: Oh
2: God! Card. Yeah. Here,
0: here we are. Just, oh, sorry, I'm in the distance.
2: sorry, um, but <laughs> I think that's where you can do interesting things. Where it's like, yes. if you have a bunch of really interesting, oh. uncommon designs, you can do them as legendary characters if it suits it. And in Dominaria, it suits it. But in Ravnica, you want your uncommons to be like stuff like the Guild Mages, and you want it to be things like the uncommon, like yeah. really powerful kill spells or whatever. Um, but I don't think that having uncommon legendary creatures in every set is a good idea. You'll just be inundated with them.
0: Sorry, I'm still looking for Amara.
2: and Tandris. Murko Vosk. Oh, these cards are just so bad, you know.
0: <laughs> so, this is bad. Dragon's
2: Maze was a really rough set. These
0: all
2: blood. Oh, yep. oh it's E, isn't it? In- there you go. Oh, you got a foil. Oh, yeah.
0: Woo! Yeah. I so, um, just so, going back through the collection just so, could, so Mishka could relive the excitement of seeing Amara Tandris in person.
3: Isn't this the card that... Um, oh, what's the white-green... Uh, Voice of Resurgence, Voice yeah.
2: Of Resurgence they, they, meant be because they so were going to so. share the maze runners between Mythic and Rare, and then they realised, oh, we should probably keep them all at Rare. And so they moved Voice of Resurgence... They had to make a green-white Mythic, Move Voice of Resurgence up there, didn't really check its power level, and it was way too good.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Okay. Uh, right. It's also the art was... S- switched or, or, or something, something like that, yeah Amara yeah, Tandris was going to have the abilities of voice yep. and so they swapped them but not the
0: art or, or something yeah Desmond Bell, he's chimed in with a question of his own, as well as adding to Donald's question. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a good point, though. It's like if we're gonna, if this is going to happen, having uh, legendary creatures as part of the Ravnica Guilds would be pretty sweet. Having that that a, would, a, a, but they'll a just put dude. them at rare. Like, th- oh, yeah, there, yes, were, there were
2: good ones at rare. Like uh, Lavinia of the Tenth was the Azorius one, and she was like, she was pretty sweet. She oh, like yeah. detained all your opponent's um,
0: permanents mm. and, and stuff. That was pretty cool. Uh, so, so Desmond Bell, uh, otherwise known as Daniel Bell by his mother, but for <laughs> us Desmond. Desmond. <clears throat> um, what mechanic do you think will be associated with Golgari in the coming Ravnica set? Wow, so specific, Daniel. And do you think it will be busted like Dredge or terrible like Scavenge? He's asking this because he has a $2,000
2: competitive <laughs> EDH Gitrog monster deck, right. Uh, right? So it's like 100 cards and it's all foil and it's all insane. It can come off in like turn two or three. Um, I think I loved scavenge. Was that a bad thing? Uh, it wasn't good in standard. It was oh. very bad in standard. In draft, it was sweet. It was so good. Yeah, it was what like... was that? Skull. Just like It was just
0: a skull. A moldy oh, skull. Um,
2: skull winder or something. Yeah. It was a moldy skull. A slither Slitherhead. Slitherhead, Slitherhead yeah. was great. I can't it remember one, why. One, It was a 1-1 <laughs> for 1. No, you go, and you could scavenge like for 0. So, so you could just put a plus one, plus one counter on whatever creature you wanted later in yeah, the game. Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: yeah. Scavenge sc- just means like dish, exile any of Exactly, great yeah. Video. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good um,
2: I think it will be somewhere in the middle because they're much better at designing these limited formats and stuff now. Really hard to know what it is.
0: Tune in for premonitions, because. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's a double blow there for Des- Desmond because he doesn't like premonitions. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he, and and he usually... will totally
2: answer his question in premonitions. Oh,
0: there, there you go. All right, so let's move on from that. Clayton Lynn, will Chain join Rampaging Ferocidon on the uh, ban list? Nah. No? It's you, just, it, you see the like, spin?
3: okay.
2: It's a little too good, yeah. but it's not bannable. Like, Rampaging Ferocidon is now i don't think really banworthy
0: yeah it I does think. shut down a lot of like random stuff but like and it it, turned, it shuts down a lot of um token making machines
2: does not it token making stuff but there's not heaps and heaps of those around at the moment it well, would be if there wasn't chainwell y- yeah yeah i, I guess um the you know, part of the chainwell's
3: problem though is that Red has so many good cards right now, mm-hmm. and you can play a more red deck that can both grind and be aggro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you can once... curve
2: Bomat Courier, which could event, eventually draw you four or five cards yeah. into Scrap Heaps, Scrounger or, or whatever, uh, into Chainwell, yeah, Earthshaker, into chainwell into
0: Phoenix mm-hmm. or Chandra. Well, so you just or, put chainwell you... at the at the three spot. Yeah, just in that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so, so, so you... who would you pick over Chain Chainweller? In a, in a so mono-red It's kind of
2: format-dependent right. format Because, like, Chain Means you can't play Creatures with one toughness Because yeah. If you're just expecting them To play on ten three three And it kills you A Glint Sleeve Siphoner You yeah. look like but A
3: plum Like, on, on when rotation happens And we lose all these Amazing red cards Triple yeah. red is a huge cost Yeah
1: mm mm-hmm.
3: And I don't think you can... like There won't be enough like powerful red cards to support a mono-red
0: deck. Just wait for Premonitions, buddy. Oh, Oh, it's all about Premonitions tonight. It's going to be strong. It's going to be strong. (laughs)
2: Um, I don't think it's going to get banned because like you can morph around it. Whereas um, Rampaging Ferocidon was seeing main deck play. You can't really stop playing creatures. You can't morph your game plan around it. You're always going to have to play creatures to beat it because it's a 3-3 with Menace. And the fact that you can't beat it by gaining life, it's... Like, obviously, you can just remove
0: it, but if, you, if they just never attack with it, you can't do lots of stuff to it. And so, isn't a bannable card something that just rocks up in all of the decks yep. as well? Like, mm. when everybody's using um, Smuggler's Copter, it's like, oh, this is just wrecking yeah. it because everybody's playing it. There's Every no single list starts with decks. four Smuggler's Copter. Yeah. yeah.
2: Every red deck, I think, would just play for us. Or then, um And it's
0: even easier to cast than Chainweller. So. Hmm. Uh, Matt Ferris, why have I always got MTG on my mind? you were always on my mind the thing is
2: with mtg is it's like it's a hobby that's about 20 different hobbies at once i think we've talked about 3 of them so far and we don't even really like edh or mm. or whatever <clears throat> we like drafting we like no, standard we like um I like collection management I like mm. collecting cards as well you like collecting the cards yeah, yeah. too we like the artwork um, we were talking to Chris today about the story the flavour text is hilarious the flavour text is, is really interesting I, I don't like the story <laughs> <laughs> but like you can rage at the story and still love all the other bits of it whereas oh, yeah, like, yeah. if it was another thing if it's a movie you mm. hate the story and you go I don't watch a movie because yeah, it's like exactly. it's yeah. most of the movie is a story so you go I don't think about I won't think about that movie anymore whereas magic it's like even the bits you hate I just think about them all the time. <laughs> I like, oh, I hate that, but I love magic. Oh, but I hate getting mana screwed. I am so unlucky, but the game's so good. And mm. it, it's yeah, it's really that it's about thirty
0: different. I said twenty before, but I think it's about thirty different things. And it's right? also the homework you do as well. Like, I, like I always say, I can't keep up with you guys when it comes to a new set coming out and the amount of homework you do just to get up to a high competitive level when there is new cards around, mm. and just to be able to translate those into, you know, oh, it's a bear or it's, a, it's a basically just a spider. Or, you know, like yeah. all those sort of like um, basic templates that you've got. Sure. You just plug new set cards into those templates mm. and you kind of know what to do with them, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, like by the
2: time pre-release comes it feels like I already know the set and I know what most limited decks are yeah. going to look like. Like yeah.
0: I'm not going to know that until I've drafted another, I'll do the pre-release and then I've got to draft about five times after that and then to I start get a to handle on it, yeah. Like even with Dominaria, I've never played Blue. So I have no <laughs> idea about Blue. Yeah. No idea about <laughs>
3: out buddy yeah it's so good
1: yeah
0: i'll play, I'll play blue like Theros stays i was in the blue white flyers and i, I like bouncing stuff and all that sort of stuff but mm. i don't really think i like long the long game i just like to smash it out you know yeah. like a like a mono red versus <sighs> green deck you know
3: out blue so why
0: has matt got um why has matt always got mtg on his mind i
2: assume it's because there are so many different facets of it that you could think about it forever and you'd never You'd never finish thinking about it. It's also, it's also a game that you can't master. You just can't master. You can it. Nah. never finish it. And the time you think you finished hmm. it, a new draft set comes out, and you just lose every game of it you play, and you go, "I
0: can't." I need to understand play, why. I've done this. Yet. Yeah. Uh, okay. And our final question today is from Lei Shen: uh, Should judges be paid? I'm assuming that they mean paid as if they were staff, right? Or just paid? Or just paid in general? Should
2: they be paid, paid in general? Compliments. Yeah, should they be paid out for if they wear a funny outfit? Can you make fun of them? Sure. I don't know if you can. If they that. work hard at your event and they make it run smoothly, why why would you not pay them like they're a staff member? I mean, they're they're one of the elements of your event. This is my personal philosophy, and mm. and and one that we I think we uphold at our store. We pay our judges some of the best in the country, and it doesn't st- it still doesn't seem like very much. Mm. And that means that I think people are abusing the goodwill of judges because they love judging the game, and they go, hey. These people will take 20 bucks to judge a four-hour event. <laughs> that's just like, that's just asking for all your judges to leave you mm. and hate because you. Because they are
0: t- working hard to keep the community going and yeah. they will go and judge people at uh, places that uh, have got small events. Yeah,
2: and, and, and because they're doing it for the love of the game does not mean that they shouldn't be paid for it as well. It's yeah. like when you say to a band that's playing a gig, you go, oh, we're getting paid for this gig, and they no- they go, no, but it's great experience and and like and stuff for your band. And you go, we need to eat, buddy. Can't, <laughs> can't pay the bills with experience. Um, it, just because judges love the game doesn't mean that you should um, ab- abuse... Th- their
0: thing. The Wizards have a thing where it's all the structure of judges that they do it as a voluntary thing. Is that something? Yeah, that... It,
2: it, it is technically a society of volunteers, and Wizards bends the rules of that a little bit by yeah. paying them in product for judging at Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. They may pay for their accommodation or maybe subsidize their flights, uh, and then they give higher level judges foils which they can on sell if they want, but generally they keep them a lot because they're more into the prestige and, and stuff. But like, I think that if you're not paying a judge anything, you're really abusing Mm. their love of the game.
0: Hamish Waits joined in on the video uh, feed and he's asked uh, any common cards in Dominaria that you guys have enjoyed. Common as in the rarity or just... Common, common cards. Yeah, I mean, hundreds of them. That was probably the highlight of... Well, not hundreds, you know... Well, that was one of the highlights of Dominaria, isn't it? Like, I've played decks with commons and uncommons that are just... You know, no, no rares. I've had no rares. Didn't even notice until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just I just, dra- just finished my draft and I have no rares and I'm completely happy with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never say I was completely happy with any deck that I've drafted. <laughs> By the way, I'm always miserable. <laughs> I don't but think anyone just... will ever really say that. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I like Academy Journey Mage a lot. Yeah. Like, a ridiculous amount. <laughs> I've... Might have been for- forcing wizards in my last couple of drafts, but
2: I've been forcing black green. I mean, I think um, saproling migration is.
0: Oh, tune into the uh, ridiculously good to the YouTube Aaron drafts on YouTube. That's going to be a regular oh, channel. See me We're draft. Gonna-
2: separately migration decks. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, That'll be good. I'm so excited about that. I think that's one of the best things that we've done in forever. And by by we, I mean you. But oh, um, I'm going to take some congratulations. <laughs> um, you, like, uh, it was,
2: Yeah, it was really, really fun. To, oh, we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah. All right, well, that was all the questions. So stay tuned. We'll pick a winner out of that and we'll bust a booster right after this and someone will win that booster.
1: Bust oh, booster!
0: That cleared the airways. Um, busting a booster. We're busting a Dominaria booster. Let's breeze through this. And what I we've done... snap them off. We've, or we've picked uh, Alex Meehan, who we Facebook stalked says, uh He, I believe it's a he, is from uh, Newcastle in New they South Wales. Are from they from... Nice. Possibly Newcastle, <laughs> New South Wales. <laughs> Alex They is from uh, Newcastle. Alex Meehan, you're winning this booster, whatever is in it. That's he or she-hen. Did I say he? No, no, I was making fun of... Meehan... Mehan or Shehan? Yes, okay. they. All right, let's jump into this. This is our last Dominaria booster, isn't it? We'll be doing Corset next this time. This
2: reminds me of that time I said that thing about the owl and the bungee
0: cord at the staff
2: meeting, oh. and everyone just looked at me like I was an idiot. Like
0: we're doing now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Will we, we will bust a Dominaria booster for um, our Corset um, pre release preparation podcast.
2: With no, no, it's a, it's a month from it's it's less than a month from now, so we'll we'll have corset stock already.
0: Oh, so we're just going to do a special with Anthony too. I know we'll sort it yeah, out. Yeah, like, it'll it'll be in that window. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah, I don't know what we'll bust on that that one. But anyway, today, dominaria All right, we have a sapling token. Not picking this. That's I mean, very just... important. And an island. Mountain's uh, a close one. That's, nice. yeah, I that's, really that's good. Like I mean, cool yeah, before. yeah. i don't think I've ever. It's right up that. there. That's yeah, really That's a nice good. one. That's a really nice Dimitar Marinski. Right now, I'm picking the land. Good work.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd probably pick the, the land. The land helps you cast spells. Saprelings yeah. don't have you cast
0: spells. I've noticed. Unless you have Sung of Freyles. <laughs> I noticed we have a foil Uh, Gitu Journey Mage 2 and a red for a 3-2 creature human wizard when Gitu Journey Mage enters the battlefield if you control another wizard Gitu Journey Mage deals 2 damage to each opponent Mr. Uh, Wizard Deck over there Mishiko how do you feel about this one? I'm excited. Oh
3: yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I decided <laughs> earlier. I'm not first picking this. Nah. No, it's a role player. It's definitely a decent card in the deck, but you're not picking that.
0: It's what point. you want—is your three to curve yeah. into the bounce thing. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's fair to talk about when you would use this. I mean, yeah. if you're heavy into your blue-red wizards deck, this one's going to fill a oh, spot. Is right, fantastic. No. No way in the first four or five
3: picks.
1: Mm, no,
0: no. Uh, invoke the divine. Two and a white for an instant destroy target artifact or enchantment, and you gain four life.
3: It's almost necessary to main deck one of
0: these now. Yeah, there's,
3: really? there's
2: just a, so everyone's is this probably out? got a saga in their deck somewhere, mm. apart from like straight red decks, I guess. Is equipment some, everywhere. The equipment everywhere. Some of the best uh, cards in the whole set: icy manipulator, Imbolus's clutches, uh, even just stuff the lance like lance, short sword's always going to make lance, it short sword. Uh, you're talking about arcane flight on Sarah's wing. Like there are just targets for this everywhere. And if you really see that they're light on targets, you can sideboard it out. But it, imagine like they attack you with their cold water snapper, and then you have a five five for some reason and it's untapped and they attack with (laughs) Sarah's wings and you blast the
0: enchant yeah you just need cards like this Coldwater Snapper by the way uh, you know in the break we were back doing dick jokes and Coldwater Snapper always makes me laugh because somehow it just fits into that bracket for me (laughs) I I (laughs) apologise Vidalion Arcanist 1 and a blue for a 1-3 creature Merfolk Wizard tap and add uh, generic (laughs) spend this mana only to cast an instant or sorcery spell I've been convinced to start actually playing this. No.
3: Ugh. It's a fine card. It's Ugh. fine. It
2: blocks 22s two and and 21s and 11s one and then you can also use it to cast your
0: yeah, yeah. the three toughness is the most important thing the on that like whole it. card, I think. Yeah, pros really like it. It's
2: a wizard as well. Uh,
0: pros are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, now I'm excited. Caligo Skin Witch, one and a black for a 1-3. That we use your 1-3 properly yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for a creature, human wizard. Uh, you can kick it uh, for four mana, and when Caligo Skinwitch entered the battlefield, if it was kicked, each opponent discards two cards. Brutal, Cause you play that late game. Oh, yeah. they've only got two cards in their hand, they were saving for the good stuff, and poof, they're gone. Really liking this card a lot. Um, it's good early, good late.
2: Yep, all right. <laughs> that's all I have to say. But I realised that that's where my analysis stops. But you just like it. It's fine. Uh, like like you, uh, early, yeah. If you if they play in my draft video, which you can watch on yes. youtube.com dot com slash
0: Sevenland Hand, and some and some hilarious uh, tragic end <laughs> ending in the match. <laughs> well, match I just match go, No, match two is great. Match two. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so I'm like oh I'd love to play skin witch in case they like play the three one or something they play the three one I go this is a really great time to play the skin witch <laughs> um, just, just to block the thing and then they put short sword on it and stuff but like it's um, yeah it's, it's a relevant body early you can get it back if you trade it off with soul salvage or, or whatever and then you can like chuck some mana into it to make them discard their last
0: two bombs hopefully in their hand. you played this Mishka or have you just gone solid for blue red madness or blue I have played this kind blue, of, of like yeah
3: um, won't take me away from
0: my... Um, Your love of the my, blue. My love of the blue. Uh, here's a, here's a, just a stock standard card across all sets. Gift of Growth, one and a green for an instant. Uh, you can kick it for two. Uh, Untap target creature, it gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. If this spell was kicked, that creature gets plus four, plus four until end of turn instead. I've like actually
2: it. been weirdly impressed with this card. Um, you don't want it in the really go wide sapling decks, but... People are really not expecting this, and there isn't that much instant speed removal in this set, so I, I think that's why this is randomly good because you will ambush something and you will kill it.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, he not going. first
2: picking it. God no.
0: <laughs> this is uh, who was it? Who was it Hamish Waite that was mm-hmm. asking about common cards? This is an absolute classic, I believe. Uh, Pegasus Corsair, two and a white <laughs> for a one free creature. Pegasus flying when pe- whenever Pegasus Corsair attacks another target, attacking creature gains flying until end of turn. This great. is just gold, right? Yeah, Card's
2: great. I just love it. Card's very good. Mm. I think it's probably the best card in the pack so far. I've not been happy with white recently. No,
3: white White's interestingly bad.
2: Yeah. Um, Pegasus Course is probably up among the best commons along with Blessed Light in white. Uh, it's like you really want to be pairing it with more powerful colors.
3: Great story. I managed to kill a Sarah Angel with this card. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you make um, Thingy? Got a protective flag.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the 4-2 that has to be blocked Jump up with Pegasus Of course they have to block with Sarah
0: Angel Hilarious um, If you had If you saw this late Or you got, you got it late in pack 3 And you were playing some Maybe big green You got a couple of big creatures in there Would you splash for it Just to try and get something big in the air And, and uh, fly across, across the battlefield
2: uh, I've never really considered it. it I mean, that's a wild call, I know, but you I know. know, it's it's interesting because it is like a board stall breaker, but but generally, Green's power is that its board stall breakers are its creatures just being large.
1: Mm.
2: Um, so you you don't necessarily need to jump to win the game. But I would, okay, what I want from my splash cards is when I do. I have the card stuck in my hand, or if I have the land out, as soon as I draw the splash card, I want it to be immediately impactful. Right. So you want it to be one of those cards that wins you the game from behind, or it's a removal spell that immediately affects the board. This is, if you draw your planes, or you draw your Pegasus course, and you don't draw your planes, this will affect the board next turn... And you already need to have a beefy creature out yeah, and the board a... needs to be stalled and you need to be jumping and they don't need to have a profitable block in your Pegasus boss. So too so conditional so It's, probably, it's too that. conditional, yeah.
0: Uh, blessed Light, four and a white for an instant exile target creature or enchantment, your bog standard uh, white removal there. Yep, it's good. Yeah, yep. I'd, I'd take this out of the pack so far. This
2: you can splash for because again, just... Yeah, cause it does it by itself. But... No, I haven't played this in about 10 drafts. Yeah, I, I haven't played white. I haven't played white in ages. <laughs> I've just been forcing black-green.
0: I've dropped black-green like four times in a row. Oh, green. You'll be happy with this then. Yeah. No, you won't be. Broken bond. <laughs> one and a green for a sorcery. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. You may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Fantastic yeah. card. First picking it. <laughs> Aaron? Bold claim. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
2: I'll back you up. Yeah, uh, I Artifact or enchantment removal? Wow. Uh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, realistically it's a lot worse than the other one we have Invoke the Divine yeah, yeah.
2: In, in, Invoke the Divine's better yeah, yeah you uh, get a, have a, yeah. you put a land into play with this never me neither
0: oh well there you go uh, didn't someone mention this earlier on? Academy Journey Mage four and a blue for three, two creatures. <laughs> just got a little, persona, a little a little shiver <laughs> up his spine. This spell costs one less to cast if you control a wizard, which you wouldn't, but anyway. Um, <laughs> when Academy Journey Mage enters the battlefield, return target creature an opponent controls to its hand. Love it. Look, I do Are like you first that
3: one. Yeah. I I this pack so far, yeah.
0: I do like these cards that you just you give you a, a- you know... A, a, three two for five is a bit bleak but it gives you the removal spell as well for say two one and one mm. and a half mana really yep. uh that's pretty good what
3: are you picking over it here
0: Blessed light okay yeah. that's logical <laughs> still picking
3: the journey the match yeah yeah I know. <laughs> but now
2: like so so this is a really great thing about this draft format which is maybe something we should we should talk about mm. um as, as a whole subject but this set's been really really good because you can because the power level is so high that you can just stay open for a really long time and you can draft pet cards. So the 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 difference between Academy Journey Mage and Blessed Light is not so cut and dry like it has been in all the sets that we've seen before. If you open sweet removal spell, you'd be an idiot not to pick sweet removal spell Blessed Light over yeah. Academy Journey Mage, but this set actually means you can pick Academy yeah. Journey Mage and the quality of your deck will not be significantly worse so like I, I, I think it's not it's not an indefensible pick
0: mm. I love that chip. Right, well how how about Elfheim Druid 1 and a green oh. for a zero two 2 uh, creature mm. elf druid this is at a co- uncommon uh, you can tap it and add green or you can tap it and add 2 green but spend this mana only to cast kicked spells which we're all doing so that's going to come mm. in use right I've had, I've had value out of this card have I- you managed to kick a gift of growth on turn 3 with this
2: Oh uh, no i a, oh, sorry, yeah, a um, girl from the ashes? ashes I have not that's oh, awesome oh. Uh, that's that's li- that's goals um the people aren't passing this card I I didn't get it very very late I I'm actually picking alfheim yeah, Same. it's it, the the power level of it is just <clears throat> nuts like um you're just doing insane stuff before your opponents even on the board
0: uh with with this card hmm. better than Lano elves hey? yeah
1: oh yeah, better than elves, Alves, weirdly
0: better, better wow. than lanow elves because you get, you tap it and you get your thing. Just uh, spending the double on kick spells is really relevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,. Here's a very confusing card which I've never come to grips with. Sanctum Spirit, uh, three and a white for a three-two uncommon creature spirit. It's got lifelink and discard a historic card. Sanctum Spirit gains indestructible until end of turn. And I find it confusing because it doesn't have flying and it's a spirit. That just makes oh yeah, me. standing on the ground. I guess he's standing
2: as well, yeah. well. So is Pegasus causer actually? <laughs>
0: um, Look, he's got I, I like did you card? end up
2: ma- did you end up main decking this no. in that draft deck? No, Michigan went 3 at the playing Magic Online at the store just before either. <laughs>
3: Because the draft didn't fire. it' was just like, oh, I'll just play draft of magic online. Crushed it. Um mm. Yes. Yeah, so this, this, bo- this is the sort of card that my opponents always play to the fullest, and I can never do anything with. Yeah. Like they'll always have some random Every spell. single time I play it,
2: I go make it destructible, they go vicious offering and I go, Oh <laughs> like it's so be sad because yes. it makes it uh, um yeah, you just discard a historic card for no reason. But yeah, my but opponents every
3: time that they play it, they put like a they Lance on it, and they have to double block it, and then they and then you discard a, discard
2: something, and then
0: they do yeah. it for
3: four turns in a row, and I quit.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct thing to do. Give up. Yeah, um, I, I don't think this card's very good. <clears throat> no.
3: There's just too many ways for
2: it to go poorly. And and what historic spells do you want to discard? Yeah. None, really.
0: Okay, um, our rare. I, I just have no idea about it's it's Cabal Stronghold. It's a land. Tap it and add a generic mana, or three. Tap it, add add a add black for each basic swamp you control. So what does what happens with this? So I, mean, I would pass this every time, right? It's good in constructed
2: because if you play it in mono black, when you have uh, five lands out, no six lands out, five six lands six lands out you're making more <laughs> mana than your than your lands produce so you have five, five basic swamps and a cabal stronghold out oh you
0: got to pay three and then So you tap. have to
2: pay 3 and tap it so that's four of your lands yeah, yeah. and then you make five altogether so so you're up to six and the, and the thing is, with this in constructed, is it's not legendary, so you can just have multiple of them out, and then you can play huge eight, nine, ten drop spells. You can play lots of spells at ten in mono black. You need to be mono black, and you need to have all basic swamps out, and this, and something and that. to do with the mana, and something to do with the mana. So in draft, you can't do it. It's a card for constructed. Okay. That's a long story that
0: I also did not listen to all of it. (laughs) Um, It's conditional. We've got a foil, and it's a common, and it's a navigator's compass. Perfect. Snap, pick. um, It's one. It's one generic manner. You Uh, can discard it to sanctum for an artifact. Uh, When you could gain three life. When uh, Navigator's Compass enters the battlefield, you gain three life. Tap until end of turn, target land you control becomes the basic land type of your choice in addition to its other types. Yep. It's very bad. It's bad. Don't play this card ever.
2: Oh, no, no, no. Play it in four and five color crazy decks.
0: And our uh, final card is, uh, obviously, it's an uncommon uh, legendary. It's Arvad the Cursed, three white and a black for a 3-3 three, three legendary creature, Vampire Knight, who's got Death Touch, Lifelink, and other legendary creatures you control get plus two, plus two.
2: This card's very powerful. I've lost a lot to this card. I've um, lost to this card. Oh, Interesting. I just like people just go Danitha Capuchin and they play Arvad or they play Torgar and I can't block it very well anymore. Um, uh, I'm not it's picking Arvad.
3: Bounce it with the Journey Mage, and then they lose.
2: Yeah, this pack is 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 probably showing one of the best things about this um, format, which is that you can pick whatever the heck you want <laughs> out yeah. of the three or four most powerful yeah. spells, and not, and all of them are defensible picks.
0: And and what's interesting is you said that white wasn't strong in this set, but look mm-hmm. here we've got Blessed Light, Pegasus Corsa. Y- you've picked the two best in, in white commons, and even arvid has got the, yeah, the yeah, white yeah, he's, he's white there, as well So
2: you know it's. Um, the, the thing is, like, if you look at the rest of the white commons that that aren't these three, which I would play in, <laughs> in, in most decks, it's uh,
0: Banalish Honor Guard, which is a two-two that gets. Plus and you one. were playing that on, on the video that you did the, the draft video. Of um,
2: Honor Guard, no, that's a two-two. You, that's maybe a your two-two. Like, did it yeah, I mean, you were Then the Knight of New Banalia, which is just a three-one vanilla. Uh, what are the other white commons? I oh, call cool, the cavalry, which is fine. Yeah. Um, Avon Sentry, which is okay. Yeah, that's, that's that's good. Um, how to get an engine going with white? I can't even think of the others because I just don't play them very yeah. often. Like, the, um, whereas like if you look at the green ones, it's like Lanawa Elves, Sapling Migration, Balath Gorgia, Yavamaya, Sapherd. Herd. All these cards are like so much more powerful yeah, yeah. than than all these ones. Um, and and that's just the ones that I could just rattle off. So what, what are
0: you picking? Mishka, well, you go first. What what are you, what are you picking from this? Uh, look, I want
3: to pick the Journey Mage, but I think the Elfheim Druid mm. is just better.
0: Mm. If
2: I am playing online, I would play the Elfheim Druid. If I was day two of a Grand
0: Prix, I'd pick Blessed Light, I think. Yeah, yeah, the removal. So I think it's always safe to go with removal, isn't it? Because you feel mm. like... There's there's nothing worse than getting deep in a pack two and th- and and looking at three and having no removal. You start, I start getting a bit panicky because yeah. I'm just thinking, am I going to even see? Because you could just have bad packs land on you that just that yeah. everyone takes first pick removal and then there's none
3: left.
2: Yeah, um, this
3: is know. also quite easy to splash. It's very splashable. That
2: that's pair. why that's why I would do it. If I was mm.
0: online, maybe I'd pick Buster Light as well. I just haven't picked it in like two or three yeah, weeks yeah. of
2: drafting, which is pretty crazy.
0: All right, Alex, we'll be in touch uh, and we'll get you to send your details over to us and uh, we'll get this. This booster out to you, uh, and after this we've got a bit of. Uh, I think we're talking. Uh, oh, we've got the MTG card quiz. MTG, MTG card quiz, it's seven land, hand and it's a, a real quiz. quiz. And thanks to the backing vocals. Where's my, where's my flute? It's it's at the top there. Ah, oh. no, you didn't. I it, it for oh, flavor yeah. text. Grab it down. Yeah, you bring it back for flavor text. All oh, right, wait, so, we don't play it in flavor. T- oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No, we can. We play it any time. Sure. Oh, but you know, premonitions is going to be huge this it's week. I hear yeah. so um, lots of opportunity for lots of flute playing. Hmm. MTG card quiz: Dom, 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 Dom. It's called. Yeah, that makes sense. In the intro, <laughs> that was today's intro. Oh. I mentioned that M 19s code name is Salad. Yeah, uh, what is Dominaria's code name? You used to know these oh, so quickly. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever learned that.
0: So the all just the background, all of these sets that come out have code names behind them and so that, you know, we don't hear something. there was like, there's always got like meat and potatoes and stuff. You know, when there was like a three set thing. There'd yeah, be like yeah, th- yeah, you know What was it? But it like, was named like Huey, Stock and Barrel. Yeah, that sort of stuff.
2: Um, Before, cause so they can refer to them in the outside world without
0: telling you what the storyline is or whatever. Yeah, and I'm not so sure if they're doing that anymore because, because we've got big set, big set, big set, big set, as mm. it should be. Um, but... M19's code name is Salad, but what is Dominaria's going to be? Or oh, is question 2. There are five dom cards beginning with the letter N. Oh God. This is a this is an MTG classic question. I love these questions. What are they? There are five dom cards beginning with the letter N. What are they? <laughs> so yeah, I just go looking through for something that there's not a lot of or something there's not too few of. N was good because it had Oh, five. This, is,
2: like, this is just going to drive me mental.
0: I <laughs> oh, better get rid of the uh, the busted booster. So five DOM cards beginning with the letter N. Oh, I've got one. you got one. Ooh. Well. Oh. And this is something I thought you guys would be good at because... I'm terrible for just knowing what the card looks like because of the artwork. And I identify the artwork and I say, that is a good card, that is a bad card, by knowing it by the picture. Yeah, yeah. Well, you go by the title of the card. Yeah, yeah. I, I do what you do. Yeah, it's the pictures. Visually. Hmm. <laughs> right, that's something maybe to keep in mind yeah, so we don't have true. too much dead air. Uh, Flashing back to our Busted Booster Question 3 Arvid the Cursed Is not the only character To carry the title of The Cursed In MTG history How many cards have had A cursed character? A bonus What are their names? Like it's someone The Cursed The Cursed Mm. Somebody The Cursed So he's not Arvid is not the only card, not the only character to carry the title of the cursed. Mm. In MTG history, how many cards have had a cursed character? There
3: are a lot of MTG cards.
0: There are, but they're like they have to be legendary creatures, and they have to like have the that subtitle. Do they have to be legendary to be the cursed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they, yeah, yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. They've all got a title, a legendary. Yeah. Right. So that put a time frame on it. Uh, no, no. Legends was like the
2: sixth or seventh set that came out, and they started doing them. There. So six or they seven. They call months. them stupid ass names like Angus Mackenzie and <laughs> <laughs> Angus the, Macke-
0: the Mackenzie.
2: Angus the Mackenzie, the cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Angus McKenzie, oh, the it a k- Wearer. Um, my favourite um, commander I ever played was a, a commander called Mariki Rebere, mm. and she just looked like a French woman sitting like in a field.
1: Right. And she was like, Hard "White, core.
2: white, blue, black, oh three, tap to gain control of a creature. If she becomes untapped, destroy the creature." Jeez. Which has no—it's just a woman sitting in a field. It's like that's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so bad.
0: But if it happens to be just completely <laughs> yeah, awesome, yeah.
2: And so I like made my whole deck around just like making her untap just at will. Yeah, and the, the, you just be like.
0: Mariki Buri,
2: and if you untap with it, you just go, boo,
1: boo, 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 <laughs> and just like destroy every single
2: creature. And they're like, "Whoa, I kill it!" And you're like, in response, I untap it and blast all of your creatures and kill them. <laughs> it was so sick. <laughs> um, French women in a field, my favorite commander yeah. ever. Is, okay. is
0: yeah, uh, is she a cursed character? No, her name's Mariki Buri. All right, uh, let's go back to the top and start looking for some answers. Yeah. Uh, Wait, uh, is, this is like one, two, three, oh. four, five, six. And then potentially whatever bonus one. So six and then more in question three. Mm. I don't want to give it away. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the intro to this podcast, I mentioned that M19's codename is Salad. What is Dominari's code name, Mishka?
3: I put spaghetti. Aaron? I think I'm wrong though. I think spaghetti's the next one.
0: I Ooh. put soup. The answer is
1: soup. Yeah! <laughs>
2: He's, a, he's, away. he's like yes! early.
1: He's got an early yes! lead. Oh, <laughs>
2: man. I'm so proud of myself. I wrote meatballs, and then I realized that it went, that, that they were like, like phasing out. So, spaghetti meatballs was Ixalan rivals. Right, and I was like, okay, right. and then what would be with salad? Because oh, this is yeah, before yeah, yeah, they yeah, said yeah. that it was a. Soup and salad. So, so oh. spaghetti meatballs, soup and salad.
0: Bra! Oh. I was trying to think. I was trying to think that salad would be a clue to it, but it's totally not. Like salad and soup. I'm thinking, is there a connection? When I ask this question, you're going to, oh yeah, because yeah, soup, soup, salad, salad yeah. bre- and then co- and then the one and then uh, Ravnica is going to be bread rolls. <laughs> so, I don't
2: know like, what's going what on. Are we it?
0: making a meal. What's Ravnica? I have no I idea. Don't, I don't remember. Tune in next month for MTG card quiz. Bread rolls. <laughs> bread rolls. <laughs> MTG bread rolls. Six seven line hand. It's a real bread roll. Um, there are five DOM cards beginning with the letter N. What are they? Do you want to take it in turns, Aaron? Kick us off. My first one was Narumeha. Meha. Yeah. Got that one. Master Wizard. One?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so I'll put an, an A and an M next to Naru Meha. That is correct. Uh, Naban, Dean of Iteration. Oh, good one. Naban, Dean. Do you have that one, Aaron? I do not have that one. Oh, Mishka's in front. Uh, Aaron, had you I got
2: Planeswalker deck exclusive. Oh, Namiby God. the healer. She like searches for Teferi and oh,
0: puts it oh. in your you, head. Do you have that? No, do they count? Namiby faith healer. Yeah, it does. Oh. It. Oh. That's, that is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's all That's all my answers. <laughs> It's all? You don't have any more? Uh, uh, Mish, go back no, to I don't you. don't have any more either. You don't have any more! We just opened a Navigator... Didn't we open
1: a Navigator... Navigator's is- coming... Oh, <laughs> shit!
0: And Nature's Spiral. And Nature's Spiral. Those What's are the, the other one? Those are the two those that I'd possibly get. That was it. Yeah. Nabhan Dean of Iteration, Nauru Meha, Master Wizard... Nature's Spiral, Navigator's Compass, and Nyambia. I got like the healer. mythic that I've
2: never played, the the card I've never seen, and I didn't get Navigator's <laughs> Compass. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Naban, good one, good one. I was like, conceded in the draft when I just killed their neighbor. They're like, nah, fuck
0: <laughs> <this." laughs> <laughs> it. He's like, yes. I got him I down got there. I got him, finally. Like, he's gone. He's like, ah, this, I've had enough of this game. He, <laughs> just, he just totally table oh, flip. Hilarious. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, okay, so score, Aaron three, Mishko two. But you could get so many points in this next one because I know <laughs> you go back to Kaladesh. <laughs> I've had the curse. She's not the, the only character the to enter the title, have to carry the <laughs> title of the curse. In MTG history, how many cards have had cursed oh, I guess it could be playing actually. So you can guess straight up. You can guess the number. Ma- the number, Mishka. What is your number? Three. Aaron, how many have you gone for? I wrote two because I couldn't even think of two. Okay. The correct answer is three.
3: It's tied up. It's tied up. Yes.
0: Okay. What are those three characters? I got one of yeah. this, the cursed No. Oh, Aaron, do you want to have a shot at one? What it, it was of nixus
3: the Fallen. The Fallen, right.
0: And, and he, scuffed, he scuffed, scuffed his knee. then Mixilus reignited yeah. of, of the
2: Black Oath. Yeah, okay, never mind. I got Miri the Cursed, who's like a black cat vampire.
0: Did you have that one, Mishka? <laughs> that, that one is one. And I got Garrick the Veil Cursed. No, I didn't have that one. Oh, but, he's, but he, is, he is cursed. He's cursed. Is that the one where he's has completely cursed. sick? He's dude. the flip side
2: of Garrick yeah. Relentless. Yeah, Something's Garrick going the veil on there. Cursed, he looks yeah. like he's cursed. He's yeah. very, very cursed. Does crushing. that count?
0: No, it doesn't. Because so, it
2: doesn't mean, say the curse. Yeah, it's
0: not but he is cursed. He's cursed by the veil. It's do, you veil have, do you have cursed. any other answers? No. What was the answer that you had? No, I have Nyxless and it wasn't. Oh, done. I have Nyxless. Mm. Okay, well, the answers were Miri the Cursed, Krovax the Cursed. Oh, oh. I had that in my mind and I, I didn't say it. And guess I was which like, one the third one is? Garrick the Veil cursed. Arvid the Cursed, because it was in the question. Oh, fuck. <laughs> If,
2: if Michigan beat me because of that, I would have left. That'd be great. I would have <laughs> left immediately. Ah, oh,
0: look, Aaron's just pipped in front. He's on four. Michigan's on three. More of this later in fifth. How many flavor? That text. was great. Well done. That was good. Well done. Topic, topic discussion. discussion six seven. Oh, I already did that. No, topic discussion. I think is that yeah. how it goes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Topic discussion. Right here we go. Look, Blake Derrick was all over this. He's like, this is what. This is what. Podcasting you, should be. We created oh, a whole a segment question. around his question. Mm. Um, so, what we're, we're kicking it off, we're going to talk about. First of all, we've got three parts of this segment. First section, it's going to be the top five Dominaria cards that you were able to play with. So, this isn't just like the ones you were dreaming of playing with or the Ultra Bombs. These are just the, uh, the top five cards that you're going to play with. Uh, Mishka's going to lead us through the top five cards that you played with in Dominaria.
3: Well, it helps that I've drafted a ton. So, I did actually get to draft a fairy. How many drafts have you done? I don't know. I should have counted that before I came, actually. A lot. We'll mm. say a lot.
0: Like, what's... Yeah. Like... Forty. When you say a lot, yeah. I'm thinking six thousand and twenty. Oh no,
3: no, not that much. Like, That's a lot, though, right? Forty or so. Forty, yeah. 40 <laughs> yeah. is quite a lot. yeah, i
0: yeah, oh, yeah, I've done twenty-five, <laughs> including paper ones. So. Yeah, including paper I wasn't ones, really yeah. thinking you'd done six thousand drafts, by the way, <laughs> yeah. just because you took me quite like, completely serious. Oh, it's a lot, David. You would, you would not believe anything <laughs> I over. I always, I always go for anything over five thousand. <laughs> when you say a lot, five thousand right. and one. All right, so, so the was one of
3: the one of the top cards that I've played.
0: Really? Yes.
3: Well, yes, <laughs> Are we fantastic. surprised?
0: Have you ever flashed well, it in at the end of a turn? I've just never oh. seen completely unnecessarily. I've never seen it. I think I've read it once. I've done nothing <laughs> with it ever. I've got no concept of
2: it. You got to play some Teferi. That card is so yuck.
0: Oh, oh yeah, we in a good way, is,
2: right? Yeah. What's that? We should
3: probably say what it is, right? Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah, three white,
2: blue, legendary creature Teferi. comes in with four loyalty. Pluses to five. Sorry, plus plus one. Draw a card. Untap two lands at the beginning of the next end step. So you draw a card and you can untap some lands maybe to kill a thing instant speed. Comes in at four. You can minus three. Put target non land permanent third from the top of its owner's library. So Mm. you could put their thing three cards down so they've got to draw it in three turns or whatever. But he goes down to one. Uh, Minus seven? Or minus eight? Eight. Ultimate? Minus, Minus eight. you get an emblem with, every time you cast a spell, exile a permanent. Oh. oh this victory. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. pretty cool. So have that, you that ever is... won the game by exiling all of their permanents? Yes. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, oh. That's my disgusting. Goodness. That is disgusting. It feels
2: great.
0: Um, what did you have bogging up for defense against to keep the fairy on? I was him? playing blue-white,
3: so I had lots of... Uh, just blinks? The, uh, blinks, but also the Pegasus courses. I had three Pegasus courses in the deck. So Stuff like deep freeze yeah, and that. Yeah. yeah, so I was just sitting there behind a wall of flyers and... Piddly, low-power, high-toughness creatures. Mm-hmm. And Teferi just took away the game. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Because
0: uh, even if
1: they
3: start hitting you with five fives and stuff, you just like... If you throw away
2: one creature a turn, you're going to ultimate Teferi in like exactly, three yeah. or four turns. And yeah. then every card you draw, you just like
3: kicking a, a blink of the eye. A blink, mm-hmm.
2: blink? blink of an eye. And also you've drawn two cards a turn yep. uh, at that point. So you all you have to do is gum up the ground a little, make it so that they are disadvantaged, and you just go... Draw your regular card for the turn, draw another card for the turn with Teferi and just like... Yeah, it's gross. Mm. So gross. Number
0: four.
3: Number four. Uh, this is in no particular order, by the way. The oh, okay. Reborn is possibly <laughs> would... one of my favorite cards in this whole set. The card's so sweet. Yeah. Which is a five-mana Saga, four and a black. Man, I do not remember this off the top of my head.
2: Uh, number one She's is uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, target opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. Its second chapter is uh, your opponent. Each opponent discards a card, and the third one is put a creature or planeswalker from any graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. So I
0: just thought this would be. It just gives you a pile of getting their worst. You know, because the intention is that you're going to get something from their graveyard, mm. but it's that's always going to be junk, right? Because they're just going to get rid of their worst dude, then they're going to discard their worst dude. Yeah. And then, okay. Worst, what are you hoping for? Worst
2: absolute worst case scenario, which I've which I've seen, is. They have a bunch of creatures out. You draw this off the top. You go, oh, fine. Eldest Reborn. They sacrifice a Sapraling. Next time they discard a card, they know that it's out, so they kept a land. Discard a land. Yeah. Uh, third thing pops off. You get, like, back a 3-2 or something. That's the absolute worst oh, case there's scenario. there's nothing in any yeah.
1: graveyard.
0: Yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's nothing in any graveyard, which hasn't happened to me yet, but ho- yeah. hopefully in limited yeah, if you're like, off. game
3: of limited there should be something in the graveyard. Yeah. So but how I has I
0: this hate. generally worked out for you, then? Best case scenario. Best yeah. case scenario. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best case scenario.
3: <laughs> 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 Played it, made my opponent sacrifice their Khan, and then oh. got back their Khan. Oh my god! <laughs> I've played it to get back a siege gun commander. And this oh. is in draft. This is in draft. Yeah.
0: Holy crap!
3: I have played it to make them sacrifice their only blocker to get them for lethal. Yep. It's, it's
0: so. What are you waiting for? for? You're absolutely trying absolutely to like run. thin out their board, and then when it's down to just their, a bomby card, you go right, quick, eldest reborn. There you go, and that's mine. Oh, that's going in the graveyard, yeah. mm. and that works
3: as well. But even just using it as a value engine. In yeah. a normal game of limited, like making them sacrifice their tutu and then discard a land and then get back like a four th- th- mm. power creature, you and just
2: and and if you look at it like through the lens of like just card advantage, right? Like it's whoever in a game of Magic yeah. spends g- gets the most cards to be able to spend them. It's one of your resources, your life, one's your cards, once your um your, your time, your, your tempo. In <laughs> the Eldest Reborn is a three for one because if if it comes down and it gets a card of theirs that they paid mana for, that's a card there. Yeah. The second one, they discard a card from their hand. That's just a card there. The third one, get a card from their graveyard. That's a card there. It's it a three for one. Yeah, and it enters the battlefield. Mm. So, like, we talked about the worst case scenario. All the cases in the middle, all the way up to the best case scenario, are like, really great. Wow. And you can have two of these in your deck because it's uncommon. It's just like, yeah. And you can yeah. get it back with... Um, uh, Reclaim. Guardians, um, Reclaim... <laughs> uh, re- uh, uh, Rona Disciples. Rona,
0: yeah. It's, it's so it weird because I've read that card and I just thought, nah, that's mm. just terrible. I'm it's, just going to get the it's worst It's one stuff.
2: someone else had to tell me how good it was and then mm. I was like, I'll just play this in my deck. And every time you play it, you're like... Mm, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's very interesting. And also, like, turn five, turn six, if they're waiting to cast their six or seven bomb... They have to like manage their hand so they don't discard it yeah. to the thing, so that you can revive it
0: or whatever. And it's actually constructed playable as yeah, well. Yeah, cool, good. Uh, number three. Well, okay. This yeah, this is number three because there yeah. are no order. No
3: um, Icy manipulator. Oh
0: well, mm, which yeah. is a throwaway answer, isn't it? It is really because that's like a you see it you usually just take it yeah just take it of practically anything
2: the,
3: the best card in the set. Pick, it pick, pick pick goes one, one cuz it's colorless. just go yeah. Mm. I,
2: I get like I would probably take Bolus's clutches um, Khan to Fairy Lyra over it. We would take it over Khan to be honest.
0: Playing We'd take it over Khan? Yeah. Playing Zoe. I mean, at at, at value, Gr- yeah, Gr- Grand Prix yeah. day
2: 2 um Playing play, Zoe. Play, playing Zoe.
0: She had ice manipulator. This is
2: like rocked you, by the way. Like it every, has. Every, this, every...
0: this game was just like unbelievable. What was? What were the two cards she had? Ice manipulator. The the artifact that um unt, that can oh voltaic uh, seven.
1: Ooh. Voltaic that's, that's servant. rough. Okay, I'm but sorry. But then
0: but then the seven seven trample artifact as well.
1: What?
2: oh
0: yeah Tra- that, that doesn't off. untap scourge of crew that doesn't untap <laughs> she just had these out and it's just like oh, i'll just untap this guy swinging and hit you yeah. and it's like oh and then i'll just uh, I'll just untap him again with this dude later on wow. just, and it was Goodness. just yeah, i just looked in and i go i have and i think i was on a game where i had no removal i'm just like i just cannot interact with those yeah. cards i'm over it's yeah. like it was that's so nuts. harsh did you play against that deck i think oh
3: no i think you I think dodged, maybe you yeah. beat her. I think I dodged it, yeah. Yeah, you might might have. Oh, no, no. Was that the, the black-white deck that she was playing?
0: I, I can only remember three colors. <laughs> just
3: just <those laughs> three vision, videos, like, oh visions. Visions of despair I, mean, how, I won a game I should not have won against her. Right.
0: Hmm. How do you get those three cards, though? It's just that is an unbelievable draw for a, for a um, deck, right?
2: Traxus doesn't go in every deck. Because it goes in that deck.
0: Because-
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was worried about. But you could get that second or third pick. Like, like if you first pick Ice Manipulator, Voltaic Seven's not very good. Unless it's with both of those cards. Like, <laughs> it's those two cards that it's good with only.
0: And I think I had one removal or something, and I tried to hit Voltaic 7, because I'm, like, I'm not having that, and she and She, uh she, like, negated it, it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It. And I was Funny. like,
3: oh my god. Yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> Anthony were saying that they had the eldest reborn, second and third best uncommon.
0: Wow, cool. really? Great.
1: Yeah, yeah. Behind icy
3: and fight with fire, I assume. I assume so. Yeah.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. um, uh, right. you're either your second last one yeah. or card four.
3: My card four. Yep. Uh, goes quite well with ice
0: manipulator, and that
3: is time of ice. Mm. Yeah, I now, like this one from straight up because I've had so much fun with this card. I'm not entirely yeah. sure where it sits in the in the ranking scheme of things. Mm. And like, the answer the is really ranking. strong. It's really strong. Yeah. I, have, I was telling Aaron in the car earlier, I played a game where I had Ice Manipulator, Time of Ice, and multiple Blink of an Ice. And my opponent kept having to replay their entire board. Because every, <laughs> oh, <laughs> every time <laughs> the, <laughs> the Time <laughs> of Ice went <laughs> off, they'd have to, I'd just blink their entire board and then have to recast everything. And I was beating them with a crappy 2 2. Oh, yeah. man
0: are you, return, you returning Time of Ice so, back to your hand? What happens is... Oh, uh, you could do that as yeah, well. Yeah, so
3: what happens is uh, Time of Ice goes to... Three. Three. Uh, the trigger goes on the stack for it to go up to three, and then you blink it back to your hand. So <laughs> it returns all the creatures, tap creatures on the battlefield to their owners' hands, and then you play it again.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> 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 uh, the one block and you just tap it down to hit you for
0: two
2: yeah. and you just do it like over eight times of like
0: please please I'm stop. just formulating a list of why people hate blue <laughs> uh, <laughs> players this is why I love blue so much it's so, uh, good. so funny combined oh. with a
3: couple of journey mages okay uh, and finally the best card is of course siege gang commander that I yeah. played with this sweet, is sweet is card. ridiculous so good a
0: siege gang commander so, is, uh, so you get a black and a black a red oh. Red. Sorry, it's red. red. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a red card. <laughs> that be
3: a different card. Three black and black. Mm. Makes three bats.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm um, in. Yeah.
0: I'm in. I love, I love that it. That was a sweet card of Modern
2: Masters one, actually. That was like, That's the card. So what oh, it's what four black, black, and he enters with two bats, and you can sacrifice a bat to exile him. And no, 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 you can exile him and like make a bat, and then you can sac a bat to bring him back. So he's like, he's a bat, and he's like pops in and out like every time. So cool. That's a sweet. What is siege
0: command? <laughs> siege it's not command important. It? I was telling you about <laughs> the
2: sweet vampire. That's <laughs> uh, three red, red for a 2 2. Uh, when it ends the battlefield, you make three 1 1 goblin tokens, and you can pay one and a red, sacrifice a goblin to deal two damage to any target.
0: Also, makes an appearance on the uh, the draft. Dominario
1: yeah, Go to,
2: to youtube.com slash seven land hand, check out my
0: draft yeah. video where I ultra
2: greedily pick yeah.
3: <laughs> Siege Gang Commander. And got to play him. And got to play him off a kick to grow from the ashes. I mean, Siege Gang Commander is exactly what you want for a splash card, right? Yeah. Comes down, stabilizes the board. It's a window. Yeah. I couldn't
0: believe you did it with two red pips though. It's
3: like,
0: <laughs> it's so greedy. That is
3: bad, man.
0: That uh, but it was hard fun. Work.
2: And like I think at some point in the deck building I was like, I really shouldn't be playing this, but I'm just gonna.
1: <laughs>
0: but I just can't imagine, like, if there was, you know, a, the, an opponent with a bit of wherewithal about them, when they see you playing the rest of you, was it green, black, yeah, and then all of a sudden red Manor appears and sees the game, and it's gang, two mana, like, <laughs> and they go, oh, <laughs> oh no,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: and then the awkward game that I lost, I needed to build my whole game plan around filtering the second red mana off a of ladder and envoy, and I was like, oh, this is worth it, and it almost was, but I ran out of time.
0: Yeah, that you also was screwed up. And punted. Yeah. I had I, to. I Oh, I know. It's a story for later. I had trouble with YouTube seeing the end of that mm. first video. It was, it was my fault.
3: But this card is absolutely fantastic
0: and really fun to play with it. Yeah. yeah. Top, top
3: three cards in the set? First pick? I, I can't rank the cards in this set very easily.
2: No, so they're all like. Because Lyra dies to so many yeah, things, but it wins yeah. you a lot of games if they don't deal with it. Whereas Siege Gang will win you most games that you cast it, but then not against flyers. Like,
0: like the, there's yeah. all this... Whereas Icy Manipulator will go on every deck and help you win in every deck.
3: That being said, Teejik
0: Commander is probably one of my favourite cards. In the mm-hmm. That's why I thought Icy Manipulator was going to head the way of Smuggler's Cop too, because of that every deckness. You know, that, I thought that was going to make it more yeah. of a banned uh, mm-hmm. card. All right. Moving on to part two of this segment. Uh, we have... Pet favourite cards. This could be complete madness. Uh, Aaron's set aside uh, five of his pet favourites from the cards. So these aren't the bombs. These aren't the favourite. This is just what um, Aaron's gone for. You've fallen in love with a few cards. Yeah,
2: fallen in love with some cards. Yeah.
0: kind of like Travelling
2: Philosopher in, in Theros. Yeah. Which much. is just a lowly two-two human with no abilities, and you just load it up with bestow things because white yeah. was so good that you could do whatever the hell you wanted
0: in that draft. So, um uh, my yeah, number one I should. I just like to say Travelling Philosopher is so boring I'm not even going to find that card for you to look at <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> just...
3: have a look we look at it look.
2: it's got yeah, no yeah.
0: abilities it's yeah. got a lot of flavour text I'm holding up flavor. nothing The
3: flavour the... text is the best part of, yeah. Yeah. of cards.
0: yeah uh, pet favourites for me number one Adventurous Impulse now this, so this is rock solid right this would have been one of mine my pet favourites yeah favorites.
2: The, it's like um, you get it last pick in drafts and in, and in green yeah. decks like I live in fear of flooding. I I tell everyone around me, I flood so much. Mm. But now what I've done is build in flood insurance into my home, into my draft decks. And... And I, was
0: say, and yeah. I was imagining his house as having dodgy plumbing I'm thinking he goes, sandbags I everywhere and then he sent Jess off to get like a, uh, a plumbing certificate or something yeah.
1: Like yeah, so got he flood, insurance. flood Insurance uh, Flood Insurance
0: um, uh, Flood Insurance so Adventurous Impulse really great in
2: turn one because it helps fix your mana from the top three cards of your library you always you, for all intents and purposes always draw a card off it whether it's a land or a creature and uh, late game you got seven mana look at the top three cards of your deck and you can just get like a balance or like um your splash card off it or whatever you
0: can do some gross kicking with
2: yeah so you so you can just um kick something so i like this early i like it late and it always well almost always replaces itself so um i think that it's
0: uh, a bit underrated yeah have you ever missed with it i have not yet missed with this card Mm. it's the joy of the kicker isn't it it's just like there's early game and there's late game yeah i love that about Mm -hmm. it Baloth. I think that was in my list of pet cards when we were throwing around that you two didn't respond to one bit. <laughs> oh, in, the, in, in the chat, just, oh love, yeah, I, yeah, I, love yeah. The, mm-hmm. I love the Baloth. Yeah,
2: Baloth's a big boy, but mm. I think it's just good. I, I, I think it's like, but it's pet favourites.
0: Oh sure, you know yeah. that guy. I see him, and I'm He's playing green. I'm like, this. He'll here do a go. job for me. He's fine. No, it's not like here we go. It's just like this guy's fine. I can play him. <laughs> Good, yeah. good, good, good. Mm. And then Mishka bouncing with some horrible ton <laughs> so of, time of ice and yeah. flink of an eye garbage.
2: Um, my number two pet card, Short Sword. Yeah, This card's weirdly just been really good for me. You just put it on a Saproling, that's okay. Trades with it with a 3-2 now. Oh, is it you, plus one, plus one? It's plus, so one. it's one mana artifact. Yeah. Uh, equip creature gets plus one, plus one, and you can equip for one. Um, makes your flyers bigger. Uh, if you've got a Cloud Reader Sphinx and yours has a short sword and theirs doesn't, they
0: can't block it anymore. You can give it to a sapling and giggle at how that might look in real life. <laughs> <laughs> how short is that short sword? It's very short. Um, yeah, I, I, don't know. Uh,
2: it's, it, I don't know. It's... I don't know. It's just been rock solid for me. Triggers your historic stuff. One of my favourite things that I've done in this draft format was I wasn't sure whether to play a short sword because it would affect the board, and I was like, oh, I've got, like, Teshar in my deck. I should definitely keep it in case I draw Teshar to get my Danitha Capuchin back because the short sword is not affecting the board. Hip, drew a bunch of lands because I I flood all the time. And then on turn seven, and then on turn eight, after I played my seventh land, I had kept my short sword in my hand Mm. and then I drew Teshar and I went, Teshar, play short sword, trigger the thing, get Danitha Capuchin back, uh, play the short, uh, equip the short sword to Danitha Capuchin and suddenly, bam, board out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, that's not really a great reason for playing short sword in all your decks, but like, <laughs> I know, super, super I like this super card. This I don't know if it's super great, but it's. Uh, it, I don't feel plus like one it's super
0: a, near. It's just, it's it, a.
2: Re- I think it's a relevant power toughness boost in this, it, yeah, in this format. I think it.
0: I think you're right. There's 2 two threes,
2: the, and if you make a two three or three four, suddenly that's a whole nother ball yeah, game. You love the messes
3: with some of the creatures in this format, holding a short sword. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's a bit messing with the base power and toughness thing Just enough But I'd still prefer the lance over it Because oh, I yep. just like that Definitely. first strike stuff
2: I like um, my favourite thing to think of Holding a short sword is uh, mammoth spider Because which oh, of its have- hands Does it hold it in? Or oh, you, oh, you could have eight
1: <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> And then there's just a sword there as well Eight mana, equip eight short swords <laughs> 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 he's, got the, he's got the hands for it What about well. the knife? The not what not the short mouth, pool. yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah, very good. Watch the video stream for me reenacting what a <laughs> spider looks like when it's holding a sword in its mouth. <laughs> My number three pet card, soul salvage. This is like divination. This is bizarre as well. I've this seen like you play this. it weirdly is just like okay. okay so. It's a horrendous late game. You don't want it in your hand, but it's the best top deck when you're just like stalled out, all the creatures have traded off and you've both got like a 2-3 or like some, some whatever, some saplings or whatever, and then you just buy back your Thalid Omnivore that they killed with a premium removal spell. Um, you get back your Siege Gang Commander and the thing to help you fix your banner for your Siege Gang Commander. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's like a divination, except if you draw it late game, you're getting two great cards back that you, that you got or one medium card that you got back, but like at Didn't least you say earlier on, it's it's bad late game. I thought this is, this is no, so no, no, sorry. It's really really game. bad early, it's and it's bad great early. great yeah. late. Um, I, I'm just I'm just into
0: it because uh, it gives me something to do when I flood because I always flood. It was a proper viable engine again. Watch the the draft. I thought I don't know how you're going to use this because I thought. That sort of card is in those decks where you're milling yourself and chucking things in, mm. and you want to grab something for free. and yeah. just, But and it's, get it it's out your,
2: you're hedging towards games being long and drawn out, and you go, "Oh, I'll trade off," and they go, "Hey, this is a good trade for me," and you go, "No, it wasn't. I yeah. get it back with soul salvage."
0: Yeah. And then it's like you drew two great cards, and they just and that's exactly lost how you did it because you were just yeah. going, "I can trade this guy for these two. and that was like, "Well, that's fine." You mm. feel like I'll you're soul salvage it back game. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's cool. It's, in, it's insurance. Yeah. Insurance exactly because okay. I always get flooded. Um,
2: number four is <laughs> excavation elephants. Now this is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm so not... three five really big body in this format doesn't like, that reach, when we like said spider when we said pick your pet cards oh, are you just, just animals, for animals? And just pick cool animals yeah. <laughs> um, excavation elephant I actually am kind of weirdly into um, the artifact I want to buy back with it is um, uh, the sword candle a candle blood oh, tower candle
0: yeah yeah of course.
2: Um... This is tending towards an ultra late-game deck. I usually main deck one Blood Teller Candle if you're a little soft to flyers or if you're just low on removal in general and you just need to mm. kill, kill a mammoth spider or something. Um, but out of the sideboard, I like to bring in the Excavation Elephant again as a as a really late-game thing to buy back a Blood Teller Candle because these games are won and lost by who draws the most... Um, can't. like impactful cards yeah. and if you play a 3-5 and buy back a Bloodtallow Candle that kills a, one of their flyers that you already killed something with th- this
0: is this card's actually good but it depends Don't main on you having... it; it's very bad but like yeah. uh, but out of the board it's because like, it's not going to do it by itself you no. need to have something viable
2: to, to grab yeah um, other things I've gotten back with it are like um, Esther Glider and um, the Pardic Wanderer but like you're talking really late game with those ones hmm uh, my fifth pet card, which is the card I had two of in my main in my main deck because the draft was a friggin' trade wreck, but it had Bolus's clutches, and some like pretty powerful stuff in there. I think it was blue, black, nothing. Blue, black, <laughs> you light, splashed nothing, did you? I splashed nothing, wow. I think. It was just blue, black, like, <laughs> mediocre, and I went 3-0, 36, just like...
0: 36-card deck. Just splashed. splashed four cards of nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just
2: nothing. Um... Uh, and I had two Talarian scholars in it. And they were just vanilla 2-3 wizard. Didn't have any wizard synergy. It was just a vanilla 2-3. This is three. the blue travelling philosopher yeah. of Dominaria, isn't it? Just gummed up the board just enough so I could kill him with my three Cloud Reader Sphinx. Interesting. Um, I have well, been that's, finding... that's
0: where the money's at. Yeah, there. that's where yeah, the money know. was.
2: But you just need things to survive while you scry your, your actual good your shit cards to the bottom. Mm. Uh, and, and you win with Cloud Reader Sphinx. So um, Talarian scholar... Thank you, my friend. I went three zero after a really bad patch, and somehow the worst deck that I've drafted in like two weeks was the think one that's I the went 3 0.
0: a of a pet favourite, isn't it? It's a, it's a card that is a complete dark horse. It's come out of nowhere, and it's done a job for you and helped you win a game. Ye- so you yes. just fall in love with those cards. Exactly. And then you uh, incorrectly evaluate them and choose them next time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to first pick Tolarian Scholar here on
0: the, on the next draft video I Because uh, he's a friend, he's a pet. He's a- All right. um, It's a pillow pet. The final section for this topic discussion uh, segment is uh, the worst cards that we've main decked more than once in the belief that they may help. So these are cards that we've thought, well, give it a try, and it it has or hasn't worked, and then we've given it another try, and we've just thought, never again. I'm not going back for more of that. Can I start? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Number one, Arcane Flight. The, God,
2: the, really, the yeah. only uh, it's, it's so not It's so no. It's like a freaking <laughs> shotgun Wasn't and you're I... trying to like knock an apple off a dude's head, <laughs> and you lose if you <laughs> kill the guy, analogy. and you win if you only hit the apple. Okay. Right. So I'm aiming a shotgun, and every now and then you put an arcane flight on Yago, and you 20 him over two turns because I don't draw a removal spell for it. But every now and then you just put you're like, man, I've not drawn my Yago, I've not drawn my cold water snappers. I'm just gonna put arcane flight on this three one hit him for four, hopefully three times, and they just go
0: shiver and fire, and you go, fuck my... <laughs> <laughs> Is, it wasn't the Arcane fight and the Battle of the Flying Frog. It was uh, Pegasus Corsair. It was course, Pegasus so got Yargle, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Was, um,
2: we also had two, we had two Pegasus Corsair on Sarah's wings in that deck. So I think that's one of the best um, Yargle shells that you can have. <laughs> Yargle <shells. laughs> yeah. shell. A um, shell. If you yeah. want to play a Yargle deck, do it with white... Pegasus courses, uh Lance is is good in that deck, and on Sarah's wings obviously really good. Um, but we, <laughs> I've won one game twentying someone with Arcane Flight and every single other time has been so
3: bad. It's a fun card in blue decks though. Like if you if you've got like two Everything cold water you... snappers in your deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so day, it's right?
2: it's a good late game with cold water snapper, but the, the the problem I kept running into was I have Arcane Flight in my hand and I need to affect the board. And I, like, put it on my 2-3 so that it can block their 3-3. Their three, three, and then they untap and kill it with Blessed
0: Light. And I go, God damn. Like, I, I should have played any other card apart from this. This is Mishka viewing the world through his indigo-coloured glasses. However, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you play Academy Journey Major, and I eat shit and die. So
0: great. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Mishka? What's, uh, uh... Orcish Vandal. Orcish oh, Vandal. No!
3: no,
2: no, 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 no. What is no, this no, guy doing? No, 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 <laughs> no. Artifact
0: removal?
3: This is a uh, two mana for a 1 1 that tap and sacrifice an artifact to deal two damage to any target.
0: Oh, he's, oh
3: okay. Where are you getting the artifacts from? See, when I first approached this format, <laughs> I thought that all these dinky short swords yeah. and navigators' compasses could be used early game to sort of. Help out, and mm-hmm. eventually I could just sacrifice them to do the last couple of points of damage, or, sure. or something. Cool, yeah. Off goblin barrage. Yeah, it turns out Orcish vandal isn't a good way of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <"Nyah!"> <laughs> Oh, my shorts are oh. The Orc would just been better using the short side. One of my worst decks <laughs> is like a four-five color historic deck. Uh, with the majority yeah. artefacts. I was like, this is a fantastic way! I'm going to throw them
0: all at my opponent and win the game. Yeah, it not work out at all. Far yeah, out. that's funny. You gave it a couple of cracks, though, and then... Yeah, and I was like, nah, no. this card's terrible. <laughs> you got you got more, Aaron? Uh, mine... <laughs> I've played some really bad cards
2: <laughs> in this format. <laughs> um...
0: <sighs> is there context? of bit it be? that? Because a lot of the cards in this set, like we did learn with Buster Booster, there's a lot of cards that are are very usable aren't they and, mm. and you can you can pick from a, a diverse bunch of uh of cards across the set i y- y- yeah
2: and, and and there's lots of cool build arounds mm. but what do you do when you're struggling for playables and you have like two wizards in your deck i know what do you do and then you open a rare in your third pack and there's not really much else for you you pick Naban, Dean of Iteration, <laughs> which is going to double the, the wizards uh, that you that you cast, and you've already got two of them in your deck. And he's just. And then I explained this to Anthony. He's like, So you're playing a vanilla 2 1. And if you happen to, and it happens <laughs> to survive <laughs> no. and it doesn't get in combat, and you draw your Academy Journey Mage, you can bounce two things, and then you've still just got a vanilla 2 1. And I was like,
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they replay their and cards. And then the and first time I played it.
2: I played it, and then they fungal
3: infection it, and I conceded. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: not really. Now you were going off with the fungal infections. That's almost like a, a pet card of yours as well, isn't it? Oh, I like and that, that was, card, yeah. It is pretty good.
3: I tried my best to make
0: Tiana ships Navigator work.
2: Oh, I've, I've tried as well. Oh, it's, it's okay, I went off with it. Okay, you you're ready for the story? It? Here yeah. we go. Well,
0: I, I, I tell what tell us what it is, because okay. these cards you're saying, it's just like I haven't even... Uh, three white red, three three angel, flying first
2: strike. So it's a white the white red legendary uncommon. All right. Oh yes, yes. Uh, three, three, flying first strike. It says whenever an aura or equipment is put into the graveyard from into your graveyard from the battlefield, return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. Ooh! I was it's like, not...
3: I'm going to drop this deck with all these auras. All these
2: auras and stuff. Like, how many auras are there? <laughs> uh, no, this there's, few, there's dub. There's the menace plus two, two plus on one. one right on Sarah's wings. So it seems doable, Okay, so how you make this card work is somehow they kill one of your equipment while this is out, and then you're like, aha, it comes back to my hand, Or they kill one of your creatures that's not her. Oh, no, no, no. If it is her, she triggers, and you get the aura back in your hand. So if you put dub on her, and they go, and it resolves, and then they kill her, you get the dub back, but she is dead. Or if you put Dub on one of your other creatures and then they kill that creature, you get the Dub back, but you don't get the creature back.
3: Does she not need to be in play?
2: She 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 needs to be in play, but if she goes to the graveyard at the same time, it, it still triggers. Okay. For, for whatever reason. I went off with her. Okay, ready? <laughs> <laughs> I've got her out. Sounds like you had an argument. I went off at her. I went off at her. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Equip short sword to her, attack for four, goblin barrage, kill their thing, sacrifice the short sword, get the short sword oh back. Gosh.
3: Sounds like a deck for Orchid.
2: So I had to sac- so I had to kick the goblin barrage to deal four damage to their face by sacrificing an artifact or a goblin. Yeah, sacrifice an artifact. Equipment went to the graveyard. Straight
0: back again. Got it back. Wow. At the end step.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then
0: you got to spend two mana getting it back out there yep, again. Yep. Yeah. All right. Mm. Cool. Yeah. It wasn't very good. This card's spend. not very good. It's very bad. Mm. <laughs> Unless you're in the market for three, three 5 Yeah, three, it's three. Good, it's good to see you guys making right. errors and changing your minds as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is how That's, you would approach yourself. And, and, and that is truly what drafts all about. Like a, um... because initially it was like historic matters. You thought, okay, this I is going like to be sweet. good. Yeah, cool. And, yeah. and we looked at it and we were thinking, well, it seems like the trying to push the wizard matters things, and that seemed like the worst idea. Mm. And it's almost flipped on its head for you, right, Mishka? Because yeah, it's like yeah. it's like wizards matter now. Uh, I remember when Mishka sent me a message saying. Do you think
2: the Wizards deck is good? And I was like, no, because like you have to like you have to have Adlers and you have to like force it if you don't have an Adeliz. And he's like, I'm just gonna force it. And he's like, I went 3-0. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> But 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 it's good because like it's a un- sample of one. Because <laughs> it's because it's under
0: because it's under the radar. Like and um but it um, wasn't. It was, the, it was the hiding in plain sight thing. It was thing, like, yeah. when it came out, it was like, they're trying to make us play Wizards. Screw you, Wizards. We're going to do something else. I don't care about the Wizards deck. Mm. And I've still got that mindset now. <laughs> but it, it, the Goblins one is a trap. You go, hey, yeah. like, God, it, Warchief. Oh my Goblin
3: Warchief.
2: Goblin Warchief. All my Goblins could cost one less, and they all get haste. Sweet. You Every single pack you get, you like... None of these goblins cost any more mana than one. What goblins so, are you talking
0: about? Like, I never see that many siege goblins. Gang, there's, there, yeah. Siege
2: gang commander at rare.
0: Yeah, at rare. Bloodstone
2: <laughs> goblin, which is one and a red. So you don't really. Skirt do commander that, that you don't want to play. And skirt commander that you don't play. That's all the squee. goblins. A squeak. Squee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which is at rare.
2: <laughs> that's there's it. A, I'm pretty sure that's all yeah. the cards. It's,
3: yeah.
0: Tribal four cards. <laughs> That's what's going on. Oh, it's a weird set to have Goblin War Chief in. I reckon it's Very all of a lead. Weird.
2: It's a lead. It's a lead up, a lead up to, to course corset.
3: Corset's going to have a bunch
0: of goblins. It. Are coming back. There are
2: goblins on Ravnica as well. They just oh, okay. previewed Gotta Snipe. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to have a good gobo, which
0: is uh, two shock. and a red two 2 shock your opponent every yeah. time you play an instant or sorcery. Yeah. If there if there is a uh, uh, a strong gobo standard deck,
1: we'll uh, be all
0: in? over F i I'll be like, Ooh, I'm in. <laughs> uh, are we going have any other trash that we, we played with? You enjoyed. I already said that in my pet card it. section. <laughs> the elephant. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from this. Uh, I'll play a bit of flavor text and uh, get the what is it like? Aaron's four, Mishka's three. He's in there.
1: Ooh, Up next,
0: flavor text from Dominaria. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Uh, Aaron four, Mishka three. We're playing flavor text to uh, round out the the quiz portion of this evening's show. Uh, question one, every odyssey begins with a single step. Every odyssey begins with a single step. Are these all Dominaria cards? Yeah. <clears throat> oh <my> <clears throat> Sounds like a self-help, uh, I've, yeah, maybe, that's what the, um, maybe that's what the theme might be. Self-help flavour text. <laughs> self-help flavour text. We'll see how that pans out as we read more. Every odyssey begins with a single step. Flavour text number two. As Joyra restored the weatherlight, a mushroom growing in its hold unexpectedly became her first crew member. As Joya restored the weather Joyra restored the weatherlight, a mushroom growing in its hold unexpectedly became her first crew member. Could you imagine that?
2: If that light like, was a thing that happened in the real world, like yeah. mushrooms that you were growing just came to life. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That'd be great.
2: You know when There's you so uh, you know when you like go to go Let's to school and there was like a mushroom growing on the oval that had like popped up overnight it? and you just kick it and it just like kicks you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, mm. it'd be like, ah! It's a five-four
0: mushroom. Just makes a bunch of sapling. <laughs> yeah, just run away! Yeah, yeah. yeah be, that could be horrifying. <laughs> mm. All right, uh, flow text number three. Uh, you are not alone. You never were. You are not alone. You never were. Ooh. Flavor text people that really never read flavor text. There's a good game to play. So there's flavor text from uh, Dominaria. I would say that you guys have uh, played and looked at all three of these cards. Oh really? Oh yeah. They're not. They're not ones that have shied away and you, you've you've put the bottom of decks or cut from decks.
2: You are so. not alone. You never were. So it's like there's someone else there. <laughs> and it's helping them
0: aaron you backward know. engineers the flavor text <laughs> figure out it's something you do this all the time and it would work you yeah. go from knowing nothing <laughs> to figuring out what the card was it was magic to watch you want you, so what is it it's like it's someone killing
2: someone and so they're saying it like kind of like mm, you're not alone you never were <laughs> but it seems more like a friendly way so it's like you are not alone you never were so it's like you like, you're copying something? Are you making, like, another version of a thing? Is there a clone in the There's no clone yeah, in this. There is a the
3: but it's got a different flavour text. Yeah. It flavor
2: text want,
0: really. And it wouldn't be the flavour text for this because it's someone speaking. <clears throat> uh, so in your, in your playtesting, in your... in your um. Uh, practice for GP Singapore. You haven't been practicing your, your flavor text. No, so no honestly, yeah, I'm like behind schedule. schedule. You guys would be gutted if they do right. Top yeah. eight, first round, flavor text. You'd be like, oh no, <laughs> no, no! <laughs> 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 this is coming. Oh uh, no! All right, got, let's go to the top. You can look me don't, don't panic. What you Roughly. can always do is you just think it through as things go by. I'll I'll ask Aaron the first one and then the third one, so you get a bit more thinking time. Flavor text. Uh, dom, 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 which is dom, 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 Every Odyssey begins with a single step, Aaron. What did you have for that? It's my pet card, Adventurous Impulse. What did you have, Mishka? Board the weather Weatherlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Adventurous Impulse.
1: Yes! Oh, it.
0: Yeah. Five, five, Aaron, I reckon is well, yeah, you're undefeated, it. you can't be beaten from here. He right, can draw. He can draw, he can draw. Uh, Mishka, what have you got for... As Joy restored the weatherlight, a mushroom growing in its hold unexpectedly became her first crew member.
3: That would be Slamford the Stowaway. I
0: also got for the Stowaway. That's correct. Woo! It's 6-4. Which is a respectable score. 6-4. Uh, and the final one, Aaron. You are not alone. You never were. As Mishka looks it up on his iPad. Oh...
2: It's probably got the uh, I don't know, Raff, compassion, ships, mage.
3: Uh, the oh, I'm not sure what it's called. Lingering phantasm, the six mana that when you play a story spell. Lingering,
2: fan- phantom.
0: Lingering phantom. Yeah. Nah, I nah. Know. I don't think we oh, got yeah. either of yeah. them. This is a big. Op- it's Lyra Dawnbringer. Oh, what? Yeah, she's given the plus one, plus one to all the other angels. They weren't oh, alone.
2: Jesus. Well, that's... Right. That's insane. I've, I've never, never read uh, that. I cast,
3: I
0: cast that card a lot. Yeah.
2: Right?
0: yeah. <laughs> Me too. It's a Sphinx's Revelation moment, I yeah, think.
3: Yeah, that happened
2: that in RTR. All I was playing was blue-white control, and David's like... On um, the flavour, tastes like... May the law of absolute light bring justice and
0: order. And I was like, I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> <Strix's laughs> revelation. we have played this
2: card like a thousand times,
0: and it, but it is—it's very like That's it's very misleading. Like there were some cards that were really good fun to like the flavor text is on it, but it says something so blatantly obvious that you, <laughs> yeah. you just go, oh, okay, we're out. Must be really fun to make these quizzes. <laughs> mm. It is. It's pretty good fun when you get onto a good theme. It's good fun. All right, that, that was Flavor Text. We'll be back and hear about your playtesting for GP Singapore. <laughs> Topic discussion. Uh playtesting for GP Singapore. You guys are uh, doing your MTG homework full on, yeah. right? You got well, well, how long have you well, got?
2: Well, oh, less than a week. A we're, week. We're leaving on we're flying out on Wednesday. Yep. Oh I'm when flying are you, out on Thursday. You're flying out on Thursday. Uh, we we're there for the weekend. We're gonna play some events on the Friday. We're gonna crush it on the Saturday. Come back at 9am on the... Sunday right. and then yeah, Tourette's And then we're gonna um, have a few days in Singapore. Mishka's gonna come home immediately, start working and I like having times. It's this is like
0: how uh, the royal family fly or or, or government, important government. That you neither of you you're not taking the same flight. Yes, yeah. So you know that at least yeah. part of the team will be there <laughs> if things go foul. <laughs> it's, <laughs> go, it's really sad that Mishka died in that plane
2: accident, but, but I'm, I'm glad crushing that I'm here it. with all the testing that we did in my <laughs> mind.
0: Yeah. we don't wanna waste all that testing on it, it would be stupidly... a shame
2: to mourn him. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Yeah. I'm playing oh, well, the Mishka. Yeah, so I went 03. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Notice it's how it's Mishka that died. Yep. It's always Mishka. That I'm very died. safe. I'm fine budget.
0: Who are you fine with? Jetstar. Oh. This isn't important to the learning <laughs> that goes on behind playtesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Here we go. We've been interviewed. Yeah. Uh, right. How is the playtesting going? Good. Poorly. What days mm. do you. What, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> No, 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 I'm just... <laughs> like that not work What's out, What's like right? a woman in the music industry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look, so, so you, you're playing standard over yep. there and that's the main focus, or are you focusing on the draft as well? Is the draft component sealed just as standard. well? just standard. Standard. Um, yeah.
2: Sealed um, is the last chance qualifier on the Friday, and if yeah. you win the sealed event, you'll get uh, two buys at the uh, in the main the event. event yeah. But the main event, that, which is the one that you want to do well in, Day One and day two,
0: both standard exactly the same. So how do you go about starting off your plan because you don't want to just go and get the well do you you know do, do you go and look at what the best decks are at the moment? you build those, start playing them, see if you want to make mods Is, is that what it is, Or are you trying to go for something completely off the charts that no one's going to expect?
2: um so uh, the the one that we've performed the best with historically, and the best one that I've performed well with Grand Prix in the past, Grands Prix. Um, <laughs> are Decks that aren't the best deck in the format. Yeah. You're playing something that's like second or third best that, and it's that good because it's it's really good against the the best one. Yeah.
0: So um, it's really metagaming. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to metagame. and that's the thing. You're, met, you're metagaming against what? Well, you're tr- you're trying to guess what you're going to see. Yeah. When okay. You get so, there, so right? you
2: hope that the people who are turning up at a grand prix are the people who are pretty who who are pretty established in the game. They think they're they're pretty decent. They're going to go to a Grand Prix in in Singapore or wherever. They're they're local players or or what have you. And so they go, I'm going to pick the best deck and I'm going to play that. And what's happened in the last few weeks is we've had a pro tour and we've had a couple big high-profile Grand Prixs in in Copenhagen and stuff. And everyone in the world is looking at these deck lists. And all the deck lists are pointing to black-red, 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 mono-red, a little bit of Esper control. And... Mishka and I are looking at them going, I don't really just want to play four Goblin Chain Whirler in my deck and call it a day and be yeah. like, just, just gamble. It
3: feels like throwing the dice at, at it. It is weird. Like, I, I gave the deck, so I naturally wanted to play the best deck at first. Um, gave it a couple of goes, and it's really coin flippy. It's like, it's super draw dependent, especially the Mono Red. You miss your fourth land drop, you can't cast your Hazard in time, now you lose the game. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't like being in a position where I'm so.
0: You're not controlling. You're like the, the, the best option yeah, of control. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, I didn't want to play red. And I also didn't want to play Control at a Grand Prix. Grand Prix is what,
0: 16 rounds? Uh, 15, 15, rounds. 15 rounds over That's two good, days. That's a really good interesting thing because it's like it can be just draining. It is it? An and incredibly if you get draining. long games, yeah. even quick games, doing 16 of them, it's going to be a drain. Yeah. So making it super long yeah. is well, going to... One of the biggest mistakes I've, I've made uh,
2: in big events is uh, choosing to play Blue-Red Control rather than um, Aetherworks Marvel in Manila last year. Because blue red Control was, like, one that I felt more comfortable with because I could play a tournament at home with it and, like, do do okay. But immediately, in, in like, you, you can't... If, if you're playing in a Grand Prix, you can't make that many mistakes. And if you're just making huge decision trees with every single thing you choose to counterspell or when you draw cards or if you counter the thing or that you kill the thing, you just, like... Yeah. The whole day, you're just, like, in a tension headache, like, thinking... Yeah. Constantly, whereas sometimes you just want to curve out with some creatures and you just beat beat some that 's how I am all the time yeah <laughs>
0: That's
2: every day I play Magic. so so you don't want to play some of these super grindy blue white decks where it 's just Teferi and three torrential Gearhawks are like your only wing condition in the whole deck because you're just like beating your head against a wall, hoping that you draw your uh, your removal and your threats in the right order, so we wanted yeah. something that is not the big red deck. That seems a little coin fl- extremely powerful, but we don't know how to improve it any more than it is. Mm-hmm. So we're looking to try and do something that's a little under the radar, um, but do it in a way that we can kind of attack those two decks effectively.
3: Yeah. I think the biggest success we've had in the past is what was that? Kale's best, yeah. best finish? This is my fin- best finish. Yeah. We identified. Uh, at the time, probably the best deck in the format. It probably wasn't in hindsight, but at the time, people thought it was the best deck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we iterated on it and found a solution to the mirror. And that was, that's what yeah. got us through that. So, so, that so, you're, oh, okay. so you're
2: trying to be one level above everyone, trying to be one level above everyone. Yeah. So you go, look at the Pro Tour, the deck that beats all the decks in the top eight and the next Grand Prix is a blue-white flash deck. And we go, everyone's thinking that. We want to play that deck, but if we run into the mirror match, we want to have a game plan for it. And we we did it, and we executed that game plan, and and, okay. we, and we felt like we'd, we'd done a good job there. With this, we're not finding that, but we did only figure that out when we landed in that KL. True. <laughs> um, but we we don't have a deck that we're really really happy with at the moment, right now. Okay, which, which is tough. We're, we're we're debating between a few different blue black. Or white-black based mid-range decks, and mid mid-range just means you can take the aggressive route if you have the right draw. You can take the controlling route if you have the right draw. But really, you're not
0: one or the other. You're you're somewhere in the middle. You you can you can fulfill. You have, you fulfill, have, options, you, you have <coughs> options. You Didn't can fulfill. you just fill, say that getting into the the um, the control route is going to be too draining, and then you could find yourself be, doing that quite a lot true, early on? And, yeah.
2: Um. So if if we just play mono red the whole day, you're going to be the control deck all day. But but the thing that we want to avoid is playing long, prolonged 50 minute games mm. where your only win condition is 1 5 6, yeah. which is Torrential Gear Hulk. Uh, and then you beat them to death with that and they kill it and you go, oh man, it's going to take another 10 <clears throat> minutes until I draw all these things, kill all this stuff, play another torrential game, they kill it, and you go, oh, I've got to win with Teferi now. I've got to wait until
0: they run out of cards. I think it's not, it's, it's not the, the grindiness of it is. It's just what's stimulating in your, you. There's nothing for you to get... Ex- there's not as many options for you to get excited about, is there, in a deck? Yeah, and that th- can th- keep you stimulated. Because you're true, like, yeah. oh, this will be good. I can do yeah. this now, and I can do
2: that. And um something I'm looking for, I don't know if Mishka's looking for this, but I was saying this in the in the drive on the way here, that I'm looking for things that that if you do draw them in the right combination, they are unbeatable. Or oh, oh, yeah. oh, close to unbeatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the the blue white flash one was like inspector in, in like. into copter into Spellqueller, their spell into this thing into Avicen, and you, you can't lose that game because yeah. like none of the things that they, they go kill your Spellqueller, you get Avicen, make it destructive what you just hit him for like like 20 flying damage in this it's like we're, we're trying to play a bunch of the knights play uh, which just randomly have protection from half the decks in the format uh, not half the decks, some of the decks in the <laughs> format um History of Benalia, which is make a two-two knight, make a two-two knight, all your knights get plus two, plus one. Which again you can just go knight, history, history. And they can't beat that because you're just flooding the board with, yeah. with crap, and you dude. just hit him for a 16 in one turn. And then we're also kind of hedging a little bit against red, and we've got a sideboard that's that's tweaked more to beat the control decks. But it's like it's it's really it's really difficult because like a good matchup is you win. 65% of your matches against a particular deck and Mishka said today he's played something like 46 leagues or 47 leagues or something which is five, up mm. to 5 matches per league and we don't feel
0: like So does this put you on the back foot? Because I suppose what you want to do is be able to like finalize your deck as as soon as possible, so you can just get to pilot Mm. it against every and play as many games as you can against the other common decks, right? Mm. So is that what you're going to be doing, spending for like the rest of the week doing? Like, are you going to finalize a deck early with the hope of playing it against? Honestly, we've been talking constantly for two weeks
2: trying to find something that we're happy with, and there's always holes. Like, Yeah. yeah, there's. No, i don't know i feel like you better, better players than us haven't fixed this far do you ever yet. get
0: that because i mean you know we're looking at dominaria now like we've said that the the value is uh pretty spread out but that's in the draft format mm-hmm. is is the same is that translating to standard that there's so many different solutions and different options that it, it, it's hard to predict mm.
2: so the the red deck is so everything. strong because uh it it functions well Playing an aggressive or a late game thing because all of its threats require very specific answers mm. so if you're playing if, if you 're expecting to play against that and you don 't want to play the red deck, you have to have the answers or you 'll yeah. just lose yeah, exactly. or, or you have to go under them, but they 're so fast
3: sometimes you, you can 't so they play a really good aggressive game that leads into a very grindy mid range game as well mm-hmm. with, with threats like rekindling Phoenix and Chandra mm-hmm. helping to give them game against more, the, the more controlling decks while also having those.
0: Lightning fast starts. Mm -hmm. So, so compared to the previous GPS you've been to, and what's what's what do you how you feeling confidence wise, and if if it's if it's late in the day as far as finalising it. Well, right now, I'm actually more confident than I was at my last GP because it was oh, the the last standard GP
3: that we went to. We went to a team one as well. Yeah. Because um, that was my first GP. and oh, wow. I also didn't have a deck list at that point. I, was not, I had no idea what I was doing. I think it was on like blue. I was in green, white, mid-range at that point. Oh, the one that Kian played? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we landed and then we had a look at some of the, the deck lists and we were like,
1: this and we looked at good. what people were playing on the <laughs> yeah. tables on the <laughs> right. Friday. Yeah. And we had like
3: a little meeting on the, like some of the, the tables there and the call, like, how do, we, how do we beat the mirror? We were like really concerned that we were going to be able <laughs> yeah, to, it was, to do anything yeah. about the mirror. But we ended up finding something out and yeah, it did well. So mm-hmm. I'm actually more confident because I've had like a lot of testing. A lot of practice, yeah. yeah. But I know that it, if I don't settle on a deck was soon, it's not going to mean much. Yeah.
0: The, um, the, the play test, the testing is what. Will make the mental drain less, isn't it? Because you can then you'll have moments where you're sort of in it, autopilot. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you're like, I've been in this situation twenty
2: times before. This is how this is going to shake out. Yeah. And you don't need to be like, Oh, I've not been in this situation before. I don't know how this is going to shake out. Yeah. And then you got to, <laughs> yeah, you got to. But
0: the, so that's the <laughs> but thing is, you it's have just, to solve really. the puzzle right there. This is what then. you
2: play test for. Yeah. And um, uh, I was playing. The, the deck against you or, or or Chris on on Sunday night and I was like there there was this situation where like there were two cards I had out two cards he had out um and Chris was like oh, I'm going to do this and he could have tapped something down do you remember this oh, you the the, pri- about, uh, the priority PNLR. thing PNLR. so he wanted to tap some stuff down with with my uh, no no he wanted to make something not block with his L R, and I was like This is actually an example of where knowing the rules comes up, but I've never seen this happen in this particular way before. And Chris is like, I've never had this be relevant. And we've both... And he's played hundreds of matches with vehicles. He's played PNLR a lot and he's played this thing, but that's never come up for him before where you need to... um, uh, hold priority, or you need to make your decisions before this stuff happens,
0: and, and it's just like that's why you play test for weird stuff like that. I was going to say, is it better to play test against people that are going to play the correct game every time, yes. or is it? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. So people are doing random stuff, but that's when people are going to like upset you a little bit aren't you because if you sit down and you play against someone and someone does something <laughs> yeah. I mean, nine times <laughs> out of ten i think that's what that happens yeah. yeah but nine times out of ten it'll be a mistake but it might just be like something that just does your head in because all of a sudden mm. you're engaged you're out of autopilot and you're into oh how do i solve this situation
2: yeah um so i do a mix of the super competitive leagues which are like people playing the best deck in the format and they're just bashing me over the head and i'm losing mm. most most of my matches more than 50% of my matches. But that's good because you're seeing how it's been you're, done. You're seeing the, the so you cutthroat, see. this is what people are doing to win mm, kind of how thing. How do I uh, negate I also, threats? I yeah. also just play two player queues when I have less time and it's like about half people playing really good decks and half people like doing things to try yeah. d- do something because there's no commitment to to playing a five-round tournament. Mm. Um, and leveraging against those is really interesting yeah, because I, because people go, oh, I'm going to build this like... Uh, black green ramp deck, and I go, oh man, I've never even seen this deck before. And you play against it in the queues, and you're like, is this good? Uh, is this something I expect to play? But if you know that your deck has a good game against just kind of everything, then you're in an all right spot because you can just curve out and, and kill some people regardless of what they're doing. Or we'll answers
3: to no matter what they're yeah. doing, yeah. Which is part of the reason why we're both like blue black as like a as a philosophy rather than mm-hmm. as a as an archetype right now, because you have the answers to the early game threats, but you also have the late game grindiness that
2: yep, is available, mm-hmm. but but also you're proactive. You're not waiting for one torrential gear hole to kill them with from your deck. You could kill them with your your scarab god, yeah. or you could kill them with your your gaunti. gaunti. Yep,
0: yeah. Yeah, this is a uh, playing for. This is a shout out for playing weird decks. A so shout out to Manny um, <clears throat> from and from the. Oh, made. from the yeah, the from PAX. Yeah, yeah from packs. Uh, is, is there anything else you you, you know you, f- you feel will be helpful to uh, people that are thinking about going to a GP or anything like? that and wanting to be just semi-competitive at least. You know, because a, a lot of people will be listening that have never even considered going, mm. but because they'll think the will just get smashed. How yeah, do you, how do you go along sure. and just enjoy yourself?
3: Oh, okay. to just enjoy yourself, not to do with the main tournament. Or? Oh, you
0: could go jump in the main tournament, yeah. or whatever. But you know, um, you know, you don't want to get. Destroyed? are you just yeah, going to get if, destroyed if, you if you're going to go there
3: comfortable I think the best thing to do is to make sure you have a plan so make sure you know what people are likely to bring so make sure you know the meta game yeah. and then know your plan against these decks mm-hmm. if you don't have a plan you just sit there looking at your sideboard and you go uh, these might be good uh, but what do I bring out
1: and
2: those are the most stressful points where you really feel like you, you don't know what you're doing and you feel very lost
3: and you feel like out of your depth and your opponent's going looking at a sheet and going okay inside these inside these out and done let's yeah.
0: Side game, sideboarding, such a, another game within itself, though, isn't it? Yeah, so yep. important. Mm-hmm. Um, but to like, really, I would recommend
2: grand Prix to anyone that plays magic, like, like, mm. like, from kitchen table to
0: to professional. Would you just go and say first time? Just go and do the side events, have fun, yep. enjoy it, mm-hmm. go with your mates. So, so we have, have a, a friend,
2: um, uh, Josh. Big big ups to to Amadeus Josh Amadeus. Um, he's uh, going to his th- second Grand Prix, and he's gone. I'm not going to play the main event. I saved myself a hundred bucks. I don't love testing standard over and over and over again. I'm going to go. I'm going to look at the vendors. I'm going to go look at this stuff. I'm going to get my stuff signed by Anna Yeah, it's a yeah. friggin' magic convention. Yeah, why not? And you, you don't have to spoil it with being like, oh, man, I hope I do really well in the main yeah. event so that I justify this trip. Instead, it's just it's just trip. sold
0: it to me. I'd like to go... I'd like to do that. I'd like oh, to yeah. go see really the really artists. Do, do and that. I love... Do I love, that. I love, that. I love, I love, I love uh, artists. Uh, you don't have to pay and 150 bucks for the privilege of people being
2: really cutthroat and doing hand movements yeah. against oh, you to pass the turn. Shout out to Zoe. But, yeah, instead you can just draw... Draft all day long and in between the rounds of your draft you go check out the vendors and you trade some yeah, cards yeah. and you get these cards and you get your stuff signed by the and artists, and- talk to the artists, you chat to your friends who are getting crushed in the main event, they tell you a bad beats story, you go out and drink cheap beer in the evening, oh it's a friggin dream. Yeah, that sounds good. And then if really you do play well in the main event, it's an even bigger dream <laughs> for nerds
0: p- like us. And you can just play a few drafts and stuff on the side events. Yeah, can't and they yeah, are good value
3: up. as well, those drafts. Yeah. For some reason, I don't, why is it the GPs always have amazing um, value? They,
2: they always don't sell as many tickets as they think that they will and they have way too much product right. and then they go, oh, the prizes will be really good in the draft and everyone goes, yeah, oh, I guess we'll play a draft and then the prizes are good. Um, on the Sunday, like, like so many memories of just turning, turning up hungover at like 11.30 on a Sunday. People are deep in day two and you're like... Yeah, good work, man. we can do an unstable draft. It's going to be done Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you like, enjoy waking up at like eight in the morning and like coming back and playing Magic. We're just going to do an unstable draft. We're going to laugh our asses off. And then we're going to go get lunch. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you can do unstable in that condition. My God, that seems so It heavy. was hilarious. Yeah. All right. Uh, We better knock on the head because the World Cup kicks off in 20 minutes for us. Good God. We've got a few segments to knock out, and uh, then we're going to go be all Russian and Saudi Arabian. Uh, More after this.
1: Hot garbage.
0: garbage. Aaron Graham, uh, hot garbage for Dominaria. I played a draft the other day, and all three of my
2: opponents had Lyra Dornbringer. How is that possible? I would like to open the Lyra door, bring a
0: Hot Garbage. Hmm. Uh, Mishka uh, Mart Swole, uh Hot Garbage for Dominaria.
3: Hot Garbage is Navigator's Compass, never play it, it doesn't fix your mana properly, and it's a waste of a card.
0: Well, we've got a shiny one here that we're giving away. Throw it in the bin. Oh. That was Hot Garbage. <laughs> Oh, crap. There's all these bloody spores and things all over my driveway. It's going to wreck it. All these fungus coming up and breaking the tarmac. I have to get the poison out. And Oh, my God. It's like a gardening nightmare. Oh, here comes the postie. He might have something for me. I am no postie. Oh, (gasps) Oh, sorry. What's going on? What are you doing delivering my mail for me? This is Dominaria. Um, I thought you'd be. I thought you'd be much higher up the uh, the working food chain than a than a, a m- measly postman. Now,
2: nah, being being all premonitioning and knowing stuff about the future yeah. isn't as lucrative as it sounds, honestly. So you've been maging it up. Have you got any? Pre- um,
0: have you seen anything in the future? No. For... Okay. So
2: the last time I made a premonition, yeah, I don't know if you heard it or not. I think they've all I been said, so We're far. going to Theros. Yeah. Yeah. The spirits are a bit wrong. You know, oh, whoever, uh,
0: the Ouija board or whatever, can, lying to you. I can suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a bit wrong. You just going back to
2: Ravnica for like a year.
0: What really? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Yeah. It's guild time. It's guild time. Hasn't that already been announced? No,
2: no. But I'm saying like I made a pred- I made a prediction. It yeah. was wrong. The spirits are a bit wrong. Oh, but you just but, what, but all, no, you no, were just but, off by a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. But what, I, what mm. I'm what I'm saying. Is yeah, I was off because like it kept saying devotion, devotion to yeah. me, yeah, yeah, the spirits in the little bowl.
0: Hmm. It's devotion it's to a the guild. In a... Is that what was? Yeah, he said. Yeah, oh.
2: so I was thinking it was devotion to red, devotion to green, devotion to white, but it's yeah. not. It's, it's devotion to. Celestia, De- devotion to Ractus, yeah. devotion to Boros, Br- Boros. De- devotion Boros. to Boros. Boros, devotion to. <clears throat> Golgari. Wow. So that's yeah. gonna so all of the guilds. Yeah, 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 the guilds of Ravnica, the whole set's built around it. It's gonna be the whole thing is built around devotion to your guild. You're like, oh, they're gonna do like, oh, are you Golgari, are you Demir, are you mm. whatever? Mm. Devotion to Demir. So that's why we've got Gigantosaurus. That's why we've got Steel Lift Champion. That's why we've got <clears throat> Goblin Chainweller. Devotion to us, We're all going to be really upset. And also, so as much be... as I said it wasn't going to happen, we are going to get the shock lands and we're going to have the most disgusting oh. mana base
3: since, really?
2: since fetches and shocks were in standard so at the same two, time. Two so colour, two colour and shocking you. Two colour, shocking you... Poor. Stomping ground There's a mountain forest Comes in to play tapped Unless you pay two life We're going mm. back to Ravnica We've got to have some shock lands And it's going to enable devotion Like you've never seen Oh
0: man We're I'm... going to be sick of Goblin Chain Whirler By the
2: time uh, By the time yeah, rotation yeah, yeah. happens Okay goodbye I got, I gotta oh, go. I've already said too much Have you got anything for
0: Desmond Bell Before you, behead, before you head off oh, He's just a guy on my home oh, plane he? uh, He's. I've, he's heard very... about it. I've heard about him Yeah I heard he doesn't listen to me Goodbye
2: oh.
1: Woo!
0: <laughs> Neats and Twos, uh, this is where we get this boiled down to everything that's going on in gaming and just get uh, some information. Uh, we've got results in from the Adelaide Regional PTQs. Yeah, well, like,
2: Aaron, we don't, we don't just beam to, to good games where we come from, we've been to good games all around the world, we've been to Hobbies. non-good games, hobby stores and inth- magic enthusiasts and board game enthusiasts all around the yeah. world. The, the, we're reporting from the regional Pro Tour qualifier in in Adelaide, which is the Australia specific one that all the little store PPGQs feed into, yeah. and we have some finalists for the 25th anniversary yeah. Pro Tour being oh, held in Richmond, Virginia. Is that where it is? Yeah, it might I'm, be I'm Bilbao sure. no, in Spain. No, it is Richmond. It's it's like Richmond. Home of Magic, that's because right? you were home talking of about Rich, format. Richmond format. Rochester? Yeah, same thing. Oh. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, this is a team um, pro tour, which is the first team pro tour that's happened in a very long time. And the finalists... How, will... how, does, how
0: does that work? Is you're in teams of three?
2: Teams of three. Yeah. Um, every single match you play, you, when you play your match against the person that you're sitting opposite, mm. and then it's best two out of three in your team. So as soon as two people out of your three
3: win... You've won the match, oh, and the okay. third match doesn't even need to finish. But you're playing with legacy, modern, and standard. But you're
2: playing one person playing legacy, oh. one person playing modern, one person playing standard. Wow, so, um, that's what the Pro Tour team is. But this RPTQ was a unified standard, so all oh, three okay. of you build a standard deck. You can only have four of each card in standard between all three of your decks. Oh, okay. So, so you so can't gonna...
0: all play mono red. Yeah.
2: You well, can't, you can't you have, you have a could, play set. But like,
0: you have interesting <laughs> You have decks. a really shitty deck. You each can't have a play set of a particular card. Yeah, kind. so
2: if I have two Lyra in my deck, you could have two in yours. But mm-hmm. if I had four in mine, you can't you, you let any in yours and Mishka can't have any in his. And well, Mishka could have two. You could have one. I could have one. Exactly. So we split up the four. Yeah. we'll go to the maths. So we could play yeah. exactly the Quick same maps. deck if we just had like one, one and God. one and one of everything. Um, but I don't think that would be very good. Mm. So, anyway, back to Adelaide. <laughs> anyway, well done, Adelaide. Um, these, these teams are going to the uh, the Pro Tour in Richmond. Wow. Uh, Ivan Schroeder, Simon Linnabry, and James Wilkes. Well done, folks. Team number one going to the Pro Tour, 25th anniversary. finalists. And the other finalists, Jaron Putschett, uh, Dominic Z, and Carl Ayer. You're all yeah. going to the Pro Tour. That's a fantastic result, folks. Yeah. We've
0: well, oh, yeah. we, we got a list of the semi finals. And we have a well list for a semi
2: finals. I don't know if it's top four teams because the top. The yeah, is? because it depends how big it is. So I, I'm, I'm sorry, folks, if you are going to the Proto, but I think the semi finalists won't be going to the Proto, but well done uh, for making it all the way to the semi final, whether you're going to the Proto or not. James mm-hmm. Larson Scott, Kyle Van Tienen, and David Rubinett, your. Mm-hmm. You made it all the way to the semifinal of an RPDQ. And then the uh, the final team, uh, Zheng Jia Lu, Ximeng Yao, and Zika Ji all did very well making the semifinals of a regional pro tour. That's incredible. That's insane. Right? It
0: was, yeah. uh, I think I've forgotten the original. It was maybe like 30, 40... Teams. teams, yeah, I, don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember. There, there, were, the there were a lot
2: of there were a lot of teams. I can there remember seeing an early
0: list come through of everyone that was like mm. laid out there,
2: all over Australia and actually all over Asia Pacific because um, players mm. from um, Southeast Asia and and wherever can come and play the Australian one. So um, yeah, yeah, good good work on making the yeah. finals and semifinals of the RBTQ.
0: Good job. Uh, Core n 19 is back, and here in a month, we're gonna, or whenever it's due, we're going to squeeze in a... a pre-release uh, is like three weeks away. Three so weeks. So, so mm. we're going to be doing a, an odd-timed uh, pre-release prep pack podcast. I don't know how many Ps we're going to squeeze into this, but Ooh. we're coming back. We're going to give you a, try to do that a uh, little setup so that we're going to review the spoilers in a way that will get you uh, in a good position to go into the pre-release with a bit of knowledge up under your belt mm. um, and that we will be getting uh, Aaron and Anthony will be in for that so uh, I won't be making it up myself it's important it's just David solo show yeah M19 <laughs> just play big green monsters <laughs> Gigantosaurus is the best card in the get, get lots of cards that get you lots of green mm. ask your question now would you play Gigantosaurus Unlimited
3: if I was mono green yeah if you were mono
0: no. 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 Whoa. That's a uh, sure, dude, cast casting so, cost. Uh,
2: my hot garbage should have been, so many people just go, banalish Marshall on like turn four, and they're just playing a blue-white deck, and I go, come on. they
3: play Tempest on turn six, and y- you're like...
2: It, yeah. Far out, <laughs> man. I more, hate more, those dudes. And then I, I, I put Steel Leaf <laughs> Champion number deck. Fuck me, I never can cast it, because I drew I've one borrowed. I've never forest. seen
0: one of those. Ugh. I'm dark about that, actually. I want to see Steel Champion. I've never cast it on turn two. And Cor- I've had three decks where that was possible. The core set yeah. pre-release is the 7th till the 8th of July, and the release date is the following Friday, Friday 13th of July, Friday 13th. <sighs> what does that mean? It's a Friday and it's the 13th. So it's, it's a core Get excited. Get down to your store. Get your name down on a seat for the pre-release uh, happening all that weekend, 7th mm. to the 8th of July, all around everywhere. There's a good game store. Indianapolis, yep. Chicago, yep. ever yep. all of Australia. Yep. Uh, yeah, if you heard your name mentioned on the show today, uh, just uh, write to us at podcast at sevenlandhand.com dot com, and uh, we'll sort you out with a uh, probably an advertising tool or a hot garbage badge. Um, you can win shades by by leaving a comment on the post for episode one twenty. I think it was one twenty one actually. Anyway, it's currently pinned to the top of the Sevenland Hand Facebook page, so you get a comment on there. You have got to speak Orcish this month. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Yeah, like you just like cockney. Nah, it's cockney. It's like, oh, these oh, gits go. That's what oh, all awesome stuff far, like, yeah. yeah, like just tune in to Arsenal t- Fan TV. They for call a bit. each other gits and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. And, and you umis, is that's humans? I've you umis. From. Umis. Yeah. It's quite wild if you, get, if you get on there. Just go on their uh, Facebook page and just read the post that's at oh the time page. Oh, my God. It's okay, quite a yeah, wild cool. read so far. Go. <laughs> Yeah. And we'll be back next fortnight with our review of Decrypto and a mini-review of Bitten, which is a game from Cat Dragon Games, which uh, we're reviewing, uh, a smaller game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and watch for the unboxings if uh, Matt's not sick, because we would have done it last week. Actually. Oh, yeah. whatever. Poor sick Matt. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That was uh, 122. dom. let dom, dom, dom. Let's go watch the World Cup! Yeah, we've got five minutes to go until the World Cup. So, um... Who are we going for? Russia? Saudi Arabia? I feel
3: like the I'm going for Russia. The no. referee. You're going for
0: human rights. Yeah, i will going for human rights. So.
3: Yep. A draw.
0: A, dr- <laughs> a draw. I'll, 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 go a really draw. <laughs> I'll go for the referee.
2: A
3: really humiliating draw.
2: I'll go for the referee. And the linesman. One. Let's hope that the... the referee's uh, probably from Russia, though. They're always from the host country, right? No. no they wouldn't no, get him doing their own game. In. Oh, true! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although
0: yeah. it is in Russia, Putin is overlooking this. Probably will be a Russian. It's an American referee. referee. Ah, who is, a, <laughs> Russian who is a Russian sleeper agent? Have we just like alienated most of our listenership by talking sports on a podcast? We never talked sports, have we? You missed no, the World n- Cup. No, I know. I I don't don't think...
2: Lots of people. go, I go. Oh, did you did you see the World Cup last night? And they go uh, sports ball. And I go, come on, man, like just be
0: the World Cup of
2: what? The World Cup of what? And Dice go, rolling. Oh, <laughs> God, just because you're a nerd doesn't mean you can't have an interest in sports. It's not a... It's not a... What are they called? Uh,
0: it's, uh, oh. Yeah, you know. Venn diagram.
2: No, no, but, but the, the
0: thing that means... Mutually exclusive. Mutually exclusive. I know my a Venn diagram. It's not
2: mutually exclusive being a nerd and being into sports, because, I mean, you can be a sports nerd. Well,
0: it's happening right here at this table. Three very excited people about like the World Cup. It's kicking off in four minutes. Russia. So, Good night. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. It's 3-4. What? What's your tip? Two to Russia. Two zip Russia. Aaron, nil nil. We're going to be really depressed that we watched the whole game. Oh, okay, let's <laughs> just, let's
1: go and get depressed. Woo woo. <laughs> Good night, everyone.